Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 16, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today, we're talking about episode 3.4, Every Man for Himself. Because sometimes men are on their own, and sometimes Kate's there to help you. Yes. Um, That was a horrible intro. So... This episode marked, uh, um, how should I say, a good episode this season. <laughs> um, after after last week's abysmal failure, yeah. Um, I'm glad that the that this episode had. You know, it's not. You know, it's not Tale of Two Cities. You know, it's not Maternity Leave. It's not any of those big great episodes. But yeah, definitely has some a couple interesting things, and we're getting closer. So figuring out what's going on, why the others are holding Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. Yeah, you know, I agree. It wasn't as good as a premiere. Maybe on par with Glass Ballerina. I think uh, I think it's clear that the other story is the interesting story this season. Definitely. And that lock stuff just wasn't working. No. Because, uh, like, even, even the couple of scenes they had on the beach in this episode were just like, whatever. Like, they just seem to sort of, they just seem sort of lifeless, and I don't know. Yeah, they're trying to introduce those two new characters, yeah. and so, you know, we got that new guy, Brazilian guy or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, he just seems, I mean, I, I'm like, for a new character, like, you know, they're obviously writing him as if he's been on the island this whole time, because yeah. that makes sense, uh, it's the only way to do it, but... I feel like since he's, I feel like he's still the new guy, and he, the way he's like so bitchy to Desmond this episode, I'm like, hey man, you're the new guy. Where do you get off getting an attitude? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I thought that was really weird. I'm like, man, you want people to like you? You need to be nice to the people we like. A, you know, right. AKA Desmond. Yeah. So. Yeah, Desmond's been here a while, bitch. Exactly. He's put in his time. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, he was very bitchy, and, like... And he had that line about, oh, you're gonna go go off and die in the jungle or whatever, and... Yeah, that was really weird. It just, it made him seem like... It made it seem like, I guess, realistic, that he's just been in the background, they're all talking about, God, all those... All those guys who we think of as regulars, you know, they're always off doing stuff and dying and, you know, getting in dangerous situations... Yeah, well, I thought he was specifically referencing Desmond, like, but I guess he just meant, in general, that's what they do. They just go off in the jungle and die. That's the sense I got. I mean, does he know? I, I really don't know how much they're supposed to know about what's going on. Like, I think we're supposed to believe they know as much as any major character knows. I mean, because, you know, they've, they've made it clear that, that information travels pretty fast in that group. Yeah. So, I think, you know, they pretty much know the gist of what's been happening, in the 70 days they've been there. Okay. I mean, do you think he knows about the Pearl? Uh, no. See, there's some esoteric information that only certain people know. Um, you know, but I, I don't think, I don't really think so. What about even, like, the plane with the heroin? Yeah, I think they would have found out about that by now. Okay. Because of the whole gossip of Charlie, you know, the last in, in season two when he was going crazy ah, with the yeah, baby. Right, and so right. I think that would have come up and how he got the heroin and stuff like that. Okay, so. okay. Fair enough. And Boone died. In there, and Boone so died probably, revolving around that. So. That's probably... 
something people would talk about. But talk about I guess it. if a couple characters, like the medical hatch or something, maybe if like two characters saw it, then it doesn't necessarily travel. Exactly. Um, okay. Anyway, that's uh, neither here nor there. So in the beginning of this episode, we see um, Desmond uh, sort of staring at Claire's um, um, shack. I don't know what that is. Her humble abode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's sort of getting this weird look, this weird feeling, and then he goes up and tells her, you know, that she's got a problem with her roof. And later we find out, during the rainstorm, that he sort of predicts that, um, you know, her roof leaks. And, of course, my question is, how come it never leaked before? This isn't the first time it's rained on the island. Uh, It seems like she would have fixed this leaky roof before uh, this encounter. I didn't think the roof leaked. It did leak. Because, if you notice, right after it started raining, Claire's just sort of sitting there like, oh, we're fine. And then you sort of see water coming in, and then the baby starts crying. Because what I figured was the baby was getting wet. And that's why she goes and picks up Aaron. I thought the baby started crying just because of the thunder and the noise of the rain. And she just picked I it up. I didn't see any water. I like, thought it was. I thought they were making it clear that it, it was... It was, it was leaky under there. So you, just, you think the lightning had nothing to do with his trying to get her to leave? No, no. I think the lightning I think the lightning was only set up right there because he was trying to see how far his, his vision was going to go. You think he wanted her to leave because the lightning was going to like be close to them? Yeah, the lightning was going to strike there. And so, when he couldn't get her to leave, he built this contraption to basically draw the lightning, you know, over there so it wouldn't hit their tent. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a better theory than mine. Okay, well, that makes sense. That's really weird, but that makes sense. Yeah, okay, I'll buy that. that. That seems, I guess that's what happened. That's what I... Well, then scratch what I said. Okay. Uh, well, that was easy. Um, yeah, so, I mean, to me, I just took that part of the story as, you know, further confirmation that he, you know... Of course, your your interpretation, you take it the same way, I guess, that, uh, your original one, at least, that, uh, you know, he's he's gained, um, presumably after the, the Hatch incident, which is not the incident, he he's gained this ability to see the future, which, of course, brings up all sorts of paradox problems. Um, yeah. You know, if he saw the lightning striking them and then he changed it, then it didn't really happen. So he didn't really... So either he doesn't see the future or, you know... Uh... Well, I think he... You know, that's the whole thing with these Vision of the Future stories. It's like, you sort of see what's going to happen like... If you if you don't see what's gonna happen, you know, like if you don't go change it, this is what's gonna <laughs> exactly, go exactly. Yeah, this is gonna happen if you don't do anything about and it. And if he saw like, if he saw himself doing that, you know, building the thing and saving them, you know, then that would be the reason he did it, and then that's sort of problematic too. So yeah, yeah I know. I guess I guess if you if you look at it as sort of an alternate universe type thing where. Where that did happen somewhere, but in this one he uh, he was able to change it. I, I think that's the well, only way you can sort of make that work. Yeah, I mean, part of that parallel universe theory with this with this futurist future seeing stuff is that like 
you know, their time in their in the original, you know, sort of reality that he's in, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit the. Um, it's gonna hit Claire's shack. But once he sees that and decides to change it, that's when his reality, you know, sort of offshoots from that original parallel universe. You know. Yeah. So that that new decision he makes creates this other universe and this other reality and all that sci-fi stuff that the the show seems intent on getting involved in. Yeah, to some extent. To some extent, we'll see how far it goes. They, they you know, they, yeah. Every time I think they're gonna go really sci-fi, they pull back and make it very realistic. So, ugh, I don't, I don't know how far they're willing to go with. Well, this. maybe they're doing real five. Yeah. Okay. Or silism. Oh, okay. Sci-fi realism? Yeah. Know. Yeah. It seems like they want to hint at sci-fi stuff, but when it comes time to actually explaining things, they go with realism. Well, what's their realistic explanation for this? Well, they haven't explained it yet. Oh. Well, there you go. I don't know how they're going to explain this in any real world Well, fashion. I don't see how they can, but uh, I don't know. Like, uh, let's see. How could you do it? Good guess? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a problem. Maybe they're, they're all... Oh, that's a crappy theory. Uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know how you can make that realistic. Um, I feel the same about the Smoke Monster. Maybe they'll never like fully explain it. They'll just be like, well, it's a result of this, and that'll be it. And they yeah. won't explain like, anything. Like more. the dreams and visions and stuff. I mean, I don't understand why being in a, in a hatch... You know, and the and the and the the station implosion would give him these clairvoyant powers. Yeah, well, it doesn't. That doesn't make any sense at all. Because the last time I got imploded, I didn't get any powers. Yeah, well, me too. I mean, my medical, you know, premium skyrocketed, but yeah, well, that's yeah, that's what happens when you put yourself in situations like. Hey, that. it wasn't my fault. Well. <sighs> I clearly remember you turning the failsafe key. Anyway, um, I do... Well, I, was, wouldn't, I wouldn't have had to if you hadn't broken the computer. Well, I, okay, we'll stop there. <laughs> uh, could have done that for a while. Okay, um, I, there were a very many good lines in this uh, episode. Were? There were a very many good lines. A very many. A very many. I okay. like that. Very nice. Uh, feel free to use that. I did write down way. a lot of lines. Um, um, not necessarily because I thought they were good, but... Well, I like I like Charlie's line, you know, we're going to have to get that guy another button to push. Oh. You know? Um, it's quintessential Charlie, but... It uh, is. I like that line. Yeah. So, later on, the other story is, is Jack and the others. Uh, and Definitely love, the A story of this yeah, episode. I love... Um, I love, you know, Juliet comes in and brings more food while Jack is watching some really old cartoons. Yeah, that was weird. Why are they showing Jack cartoons? I don't know. I don't either, but... Old cartoons at that. I mean, give me some Animaniacs or... Please. Or some Freakazoid. Don't give me any of that stuff. Yeah, that was the... Those are the really crappy cart... Like, at least, if it has to be old, at least make it a Bugs Bunny or something. Right. Those cartoons are just, like, the worst. Every time they came on, I was just like, ugh, I'll watch it, but I don't want to. Anyway. Uh, I, I love this, you know, this this scene parallels, or I should say mirrors, um, 
a previous scene with uh, with Henry, or I should say Ben and Locke. Yeah. You know, Jack says, uh, you know, should I should I talk to Benjamin here? Like, I just I'm beginning to think you're the person who's bringing my food and. She's she's ba- he's being Henry yeah and she's being Locke yep uh, she's like we make decisions we make together, decisions together. <laughs> it doesn't work like that we make decisions together oh and he and says I'm, that oh oh okay I'm sorry I'm sorry yes yes okay. exactly it's like oh oh I'm sorry I'm sorry you're right you're right but when he was gonna let you die that's one of the decisions he made on his own <laughs> yes he's uh yeah that was that was really weird I mean. They already had a parallel with with uh, Ben coming in in episode two, and it mm-hmm. seems like that's a theme in this season, like repeating shit from the past. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess they've always done that. They just have a lot of stuff to repeat now. But uh, yeah, it was really weird. Uh, it was so similar, um, and I don't know if Juliet cares as much as Locke does, because um, it just didn't seem to me like she was. I don't know. She was as affected by it as Locke was. Well, I feel like Locke really believes it. And, or or not that he really believes it, or that he's scared to admit it's not true. And I guess I believe, I think Juliet really believes it. Even though I don't think it's true. Because so far it doesn't seem like she just got has any power. Any no, control. not at all. It's really weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think she, I don't know. You, so you think she's just sort of deluded into believing that that's true? Well, it may have been true at one point. Just as far as what we've seen, I don't think it's true. Yeah. No, I agree. We haven't seen her, like, be uh, a leader at all. No, not at all. I mean, she's just been... Even even when the plane crashed, you know, she was standing by and, you know, Ben was barking orders at people. Yeah. She didn't... She wasn't... So it's pretty weird. I mean, it's clear other people are reporting to him. I mean, she was like, it doesn't work like that. And, you know, I don't know. Well, maybe she's in charge, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And Ben's in charge, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. And they're both in charge on Sunday. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or Sunday they rest. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No one's in charge. Free for all. Yay. Yay. You can have fun and... Yay. Well, um, so one of the big revelations of this episode, uh, right after she says, you know, we make decisions together, Ben runs in and says, hey, get your butt moving, I need you. Yeah. And he comes and says the sub is back. <laughs> right, I wrote that? that down, yeah. Yeah, you know, at first I, I heard him say sub when I first watched it, and I didn't know what he meant. And I, I thought he meant just sort of the group was back. I'm like, why would he call them a sub? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe I misheard it. And I was like, wait, sub? Submarine. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So for all of those people uh, who were labeled crackpots, who very early on surmised that uh, the others have access to a submarine. I must say, I never would have believed that. I, I think they've, they've been vindicated. And I think this is a good time to bring up um, in the Glass Ballerina, if you remember when um, when Sawyer was looking at Pickett and Colleen sort of kissing goodbye, yeah, they had a little dialogue and like you know it was basically inaudible, but apparently in the closed captions they sort of showed what they said and they they referred to this thing called the Galaga. Spell and, it. Spell it for me. It's it's like the video game G A L A G A Galaga. Galaga, yeah. 
and uh, or Galaga. I don't know because I can't hear them saying it, but uh, I've just seen it in print. But I'm I'm not really sure how you're supposed to say it. But uh, anyway, they refer to sort of taking that to you know to go get the boat, and uh, so it's, it seems as though that's that's what they're talking about. There was this whole theory, and I really thought it was sort of BS, and it didn't matter because the line is basically inaudible. But, uh, yeah, with him saying the sub, I guess that, um, that's what that is. Interesting. So. Do you know if the, I guess you probably don't, but I wonder, are those closed captions just transcripts, like everything else? Or do they actually get an official script? Or some sort of official, you know, what, what is being said? Because sometimes they're wrong, though. So maybe they don't, but. I agree, and I brought up that same thing, um, and I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, we should call the closed caption company. Because, uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, when it's live, obviously, you know you know what they're doing. In this case, they definitely can do it in advance. So Yeah. Well, I'm just know. wondering how they know what was said. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Especially when you can't understand it at all. Exactly. Um, but, uh, but I think someone actually asked Greg Nations about it, and he... I am so tired of Greg Nations. He... <laughs> Well, you know, he's the only actual pipeline yeah. um, besides the official podcast that we have. So uh, he pretty much confirmed that there is something there, that that's the right word and all that. So, okay. So I think that, uh, I think that, I don't know that that will be really important. Um, some people mentioned that, like, we learned Tom's name and uh, Miss Clue's name, like, real name, before they revealed it on the show in, like, inaudible dialogue like that okay so so i think um they have a history of sort of getting things pretty much right i mean they miss you know they some things are a little off but yeah you know so anyway i i didn't i specifically didn't bring it up back then because i thought it was just crap oh look at you but i feel the need to address it now well there you go yeah anyway well i thought it was interesting they have a submarine which (laughs) It's just like, you know, what don't they have? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I find it really hard to believe they have a submarine. Actually, uh, I know something they don't have. They don't have uh, the uh, the paddles that you shock people with when they're dying. They have it, it's just broken. Well, yeah. It's broken, but they, they don't have it. They didn't get a new one. Yeah, they didn't get a new one because they didn't need a new one. I guess not. I don't know. With all the stuff going on, you think they might want to get one. Well, others can't actually die. Oh. Yeah. So... What about Colleen, you ask? Well, let me explain. And Ethan and Goodwin? They're going to come back as zombies very shortly. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Please. Uh, I just thought it was weird that they have a a submarine. It's kind of cool, but it's like, why? And to, like, just to go from their island to the main island? You know? Like, that's, like, okay, who... How would they get a submarine? Like, it, like Dharma shouldn't need a submarine, right? Well, maybe... Uh, the animal studies or something? Yeah. That's stupid. Well... <laughs> why Why would you... But why would you keep the animals, like, in the, in the ocean where they could swim away? Well, uh... I don't know. You know, you would keep them in the aquarium where we, you know, where they have it all set up. Maybe the submarine's the Paula Ferry. Maybe, but that's weird. A submarine for the ferry, huh? 
I don't know. It's just weird. The whole submarine thing doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I... Uh, what would they... I don't know. What would they, Where would they the get a submarine from? Oh, I mean, they, do you think they have a, military connections. Do you think it's a Dharma submarine? I do. Okay. I do. I don't see them getting a submarine any other way. Yeah. Because, and then, I mean, everything they have is Dharma, basically, like, you know, the lab coat has a Dharma logo on it. It just seems like that's all they have is Dharma stuff. Yeah, that's not a lab coat. Oh, what is it? Scrubs. Uh, it looked like a lab coat to me. The thing Juliet was wearing? Yeah. Well, it doesn't have sleeves. I thought it did have sleeves. Nah. <laughs> I don't think it has sleeves. I swear it has Plus, sleeves. it wasn't a coat. It was a shirt. It looks like a... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stop now. I'm just saying, get your ward- get your get your clothing right, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it really looks like a lab coat to me. But whatever. Have you uh, seen a lab coat? Yeah, that's not what lab coats look like. I thought I that's what I think lab they coats like. don't have like V necks in them and like cut off sleeves. Well, all right, it's a revealing <laughs> lab coat. Okay, the lab coat for ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Juliet, should we talk about the fact she's a fertility doctor? Yes, please. Um, I have a crappy theory to go along with that. Oh, let me hear it. You ready? (laughs) Okay. So, recently I... Wrong! (laughs) Okay, I'm kidding. So, recently I've been watching, for the first time, uh, the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh Uh-huh, I know exactly what you're going to say, but continue. And there's this particular episode, I don't remember the name of it, but basically they discovered this this planet that has kept itself cloaked for a long time, Mm -hmm. and it's this utopian society that's like fairly advanced and they and they sort of come in contact with the crew of the Enterprise and um, and it turns out that they're infertile and so they take all the kids of the uh, of the, the Enterprise yeah uh, you know to, to have as their own and then of course it turns out that their technology is poisoning them and that's why they're infertile and so blah 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 they resolve it but uh and so yeah eventually they get the kids back obviously but um when i was watching that i thought wow this seems really like the others Mm -hmm. you know in a vague space way uh and uh, because they were taking kids um and because they were in this they were this like secluded invisible to the rest of the universe like group of people Mm -hmm. you know it seemed like i don't know it just seemed very similar and then when she said she's a fertility doctor it made me think that something similar is going on with the others that they're infertile and that's why they want kids i don't want to believe that i I hate that theory yeah but that's what it makes me think yeah i thought of the same thing because i've seen that episode of star trek um to me I don't want to believe either, especially since they took more than just kids. True. Um, but I just, yeah, I feel like there should be more going on than, than that. Uh, I mean, I do think to a certain degree they do want to increase their numbers in general. Because uh, otherwise they're just all going to sort of die out, you know, uh, at some point. And that was, you know, that was the part, the, the part of the plot in the Star Trek episode was that uh, they needed uh, new DNA to be introduced into their gene pool because they had been cloning themselves, uh, I believe it was that episode, they'd been cloning themselves to, re- to reproduce, um, but they needed, like, new 
DNA because their gene pool was so small. And I, I sort of thought the same thing about the others that maybe you know not only do they need kids, but they you know they need new new blood in their system, new life. Um, but that's pretty crappy. Uh, the fact that she's a fertility doctor um, might just be might, well. For me, the biggest question of that is where did she get her training from? Yeah, like I, I feel like she hasn't been on the island her whole life. Then that's what it makes me think. But you know. Ben seems sort of educated. It's possible that she could have maybe left and gone to school and then come back. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I I agree. That's really bizarre. But, um, you know, it's remotely possible. But, yeah, it could be that, you know, they they took her. I mean, I don't know how that works. Did she get, like, kidnapped or something? And now she's just there willingly? Or did she volunteer to go there? Or, you know... I mean, how would that work? You know, how would she, how would she end up there? I mean, Dharma wouldn't take her there. I mean, this is another's problem, I think, right? Yeah. Um. Well, that's the thing. I think some of Dharm, some of the others are from Dharma. Seems like, or at least they had a very close relationship. I mean, I think Ben. You know, I think the older ones might be of something else, since they were supposedly there before Dharma. Um. I don't know, you know, Kelvin Kelvin came there, what, right after the Gulf War, right? Yeah. So it was very early 90s. Yeah. And Juliet is what, like 35 or something? Yeah. That's all the actresses, I don't know how the characters So, I mean, she seemed around that age, so, what, 10 years ago, she would have been 25, so, I mean, she really shouldn't have been done with medical school by then. Well, maybe she's like Jack, and she finished three years ahead of everybody else. Oh, uh, is that what he did? Yeah, no, it was like one year. Oh, because I was going to say, that's really hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I... Three years ahead of everyone, it's really hard uh, to believe. Unless... I think it was that he finished in three years. Oh, okay. It was one year ahead of everyone. Because I'm like, unless you're Doogie Hauser, you can't do that. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Jack, you're not as good as Doogie. He's not as good as Doogie. Uh, but that's the thing, if Kelvin came right after the Gulf War, then that, that, was toward, that must have been towards the end of when Dharma was around, right? Yeah, I mean, they were definitely dwindling by that point. Yeah, I mean, he must have come there, and then, like, very soon after, they were just done. Well, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm waiting. How long was De- How long was Calvin supposed to have been there? I don't know. He and Rosiski pressed the button for a while. I don't remember how long he said. I mean, like, if he, if he got there in 94, say, he would have been there 10 years by the time he died. Yeah, by the time Desmond came and stuff. Yeah, well, Desmond, I think Desmond was actually supposed to be there for a couple years. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, Desmond came, like, 2002, say, um, which would have been, you know, maybe maybe eight years into Kelvin being there. Um, but it's really, like, then when did Radzinski die, and how long was Kelvin there by himself? I mean, I think Kelvin would lose his mind, like... Doing that, I mean, Desmond was on the verge. You don't think he was crazy by the time Desmond showed up? I guess he he just seemed he seemed a lot more together than Desmond. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe he's more cut out for it because he's sort of a hardened military guy. Yeah. But then again, Desmond was in the military too. I remember. Yeah, the Scottish military. Oh, okay. Well, they does they that, take it easy. Does I that guess. count? They play a little golf, <laughs> drink a little Guinness. Oh, is that Irish? 
Yeah, it is, but, you know, close enough. I'll drink it anyway. They, they, I bet they love Guinness. They probably do. They probably say they don't, but I think they do. Guinness in the rolling green hills. Is that oh. Ireland, too? Yeah, but Scotland is known for the hills. Okay, good, good. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, you know, they're very close. They're so right there. The, the, the topography is similar, I think. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, wait a minute, what was the point? Uh, <laughs> Well, we were talking about the topology of Scotland versus <laughs> Ireland. Um, right. No, we were talking about Juliet being a fertility doctor. Oh, right, right. Okay, so this was all supposed to... So, oh, I guess the original question was, how did that How did that all go down? But, oh, then, okay, the, the initial thing was, what about Dharma? So, yeah, I mean, I guess when, when Calvin was sent there, Dharma was still active. Yeah, because um, he went to join Dharma, I mean, that's what he yeah. said. And then at some point, uh, at some point, Dharma was gone. Yeah. Uh, maybe after Redzinski did whatever he did. I mean, I now believe that Ben is not Redzinski. Um, really? Because that's not his name. Uh, Ben's lied about his name before. I know, but man, if they throw another, like, oh... Well, I said first. I said my name is Henry Gale, and that made no sense. And then I told you my name is Benjamin Elias. Well, actually, like if he no, I'm saying like, maybe his real name is Ben, but he told Kelvin his name was Rosinski. Oh, he was lying to Kelvin. He was lying to Kelvin. I see. Okay. Okay. I I might accept that. Yeah, I wouldn't buy the. I told you Henry, then I told you Ben, but it's really Rosinski. <laughs> yeah, it's like shut up. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's already shitty. Like, don't do it again. Yeah. No, I mean, he could have. He could have lied to. I mean, at this point, I don't really see Ben being Rosinski, You know, uh, but I don't either. I I just don't believe it anymore. Yeah, but he could be, and you know, the explanation that he just he just lied to him. Yeah. He likes yeah. to lie. He likes to lie, even though he's not a bad person. So. I guess he's not a killer. He's not a killer like everyone else. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, at this point, I'm done listening to that bullshit from the others. I hate it. I hate they it. They can't get away with it anymore. Like you guys have done too much diabolical I, stuff. Yeah, I love when when Pickett went right after Colleen died. Pickett was like, "They did this. They did this." You know, he's yelling up in the observation room to Tom. Yeah. I'm like, "Well, what did you expect?" You you tried to hijack their boat. I know. Like, like, you came like, with five armed men. Like, what, you, what did you expect them not to defend themselves? You came with guns to steal their boat. Like, exactly. why do you think that that they're just gonna say, "Oh, okay, take"? Like, you're you're using like lethal force already. I don't see why you think you know. Yeah. You have the right to expect that they're just gonna like roll over and let you do whatever you want. It's yeah, just, it's it is really ridiculous. But obviously, I think Pickett is just sort of irrational and crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Ben didn't agree. So. Um, well, they need they need Sawyer for something, so. Yeah, but he didn't seem to be, you know, sort of as over-emotional about the Well, thing. he didn't need to be emotional because it wasn't his wife that died. Well, yeah. It may have been his mistress, but I don't think it was his <laughs> wife. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if we'll ever know about that. Yeah, that whole thing was weird. That whole thing was weird. I, uh... But, he, I, you know, he was definitely like, you know... There's that scene with Ben and Tom, and Tom is like, well, you know, Pickett wants him dead, wants Sawyer dead, and Ben's like, 
well, he's going to have to wait, you know. He didn't say he wasn't going to kill him. He just said he had to wait, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I guess, like, it just seemed like, um, it just seemed like Ben was sort of, you know, casually dismissive of the whole thing. Like, okay, well, I'll do what I have to do, and then he can kill him. Yeah. He, he isn't sort of passionate about, you know, taking revenge for Colleen. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't really care about Colleen. So, Surprise, yeah. surprise. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, well, I did love, uh, what was I going to say? I love when, uh, when Sawyer, when Pickett comes, he's got the little broken nose thing. Oh, man. I love when Sawyer called him Chinatown. I did, too. Although, I would have liked it more if he called him, you know, Jake or Jake Giddies, but I think more people get the Chinatown. I agree, I agree. It would have been, I would have loved it, but it would have been too obscure for a lot of people. Yeah, oh, I love that. That was nice. But it was really good. It was good for me because it really took me a second to figure out why he said that. Oh, really? Chinatown, Chinatown. Let's see. Hmm. He's, he's. Oh, I like it especially because it's one of those things that I love about the movie. The yeah. fact that he spends three quarters of it with that shit on his face. Yeah. And it's also something that like most people who talk about the movie don't mention. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just something that doesn't get a lot of attention. So I, I just like that they sort of noticed that. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was a good. I also uh, love that scene when. Uh, when uh, Sawyer calls uh, the new jail guy, Mendez, whatever his name is. Uh, what, do you remember that guy's name? Oh, the boxer guy? No. Oh, 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 the bald guy. Yeah. Costanza. I love when he calls him Costanza. <laughs> right. Oh, at least Sawyer watches Seinfeld. He's got a sense of humor, so. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought he'd be a Seinfeld fan, but, you know, I guess he liked everything. So, can we talk about Sawyer and the Pacemaker? Please. Now, that scene was nice and scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, my God. Uh, the, fir- the first part of the scene when, they- when Sawyer sort of wakes up on the table and the, the two, like, bumbling buffoons are about to inject <laughs> him with the whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really funny. And, uh, and of course, that has to be a Pulp Fiction reference. Obviously a Pulp Fiction When reference. he's like, no, in the sternum, like in the movie. It was, yeah, it was yeah. directly mimic, And they even did the one, two, three, and they both are, and he says, no, you got to get it here. There were lines, like, almost verbatim from the movie. Yeah, that was nice. That so was that nice. was, that was really, I mean, they didn't sort of show it like the movie does, but, uh. Yeah, they had to, I think they probably had to cut. Yeah. Yeah, in the movie you get to see her sort of sitting there with a needle sticking out. It's kind of a good scene, but whatever. But that's uh, the thing. He, they shouldn't have been injecting anything into his heart. Yeah, I agree. And and like, from where the little uh, band aid was when you know when he wakes up in the next scene, uh, it doesn't look like it's in his heart. Yeah. So I, agree. I don't know what they were trying to inject. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, I mean, in the movie, she had a drug overdose, and they were supposed to shoot her with adrenaline. Yeah, but uh, if he if he's already awake, shooting him with a drill in the heart, but wouldn't that overload his heart? Yeah, I mean that's not they wouldn't. That's not what they're. It seems like it knocks him out. But yeah. I don't know why they need to fucking like stab him with a knee. Now maybe this is why I didn't understand about the whole pacemaker thing because from what I understand about pacemakers, you know they basically regulate the heartbeat. You know, like when the heart needs a jolt, you know, to keep its pace steady, it'll. That's why it's called a pacemaker. It keeps the pace steady. Um, so it'll jolt it when the heart needs it. Now, the way Ben described, you know, I'm not a doctor or a pacemaker, uh, creator, whatever that is. Um, 
But you pacemaker know, maker, pacemaker maker, uh, pacemaker squared. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, for all you math people out there, um, you know I'm not any of those people. Although it's on my business card, uh, I I just the way he described how that pacemaker was working didn't make any sense to me. Like, if your heart gets too excited, it's gonna overload your heart. It's gonna basically make your heart more excited or shock your heart. You know, if your if your heartbeat goes too high. And that just doesn't seem like what a pacemaker does, you know? I mean, pacemakers aren't supposed to kill you if your heartbeat goes too, goes too high, <laughs> you know? And, and I didn't buy that they had the, me- the medical technology and know-how to alter a... Re- not, to not only insert a pacemaker, but to alter its original function. I didn't buy that. The whole time, I didn't think, I didn't think he had a pacemaker the whole time. Didn't make any sense to me. I, I knew about those kind of watches that can monitor your heart rate, and I knew the whole time. I'm like, he just got a heart monitor on. Like, there's no way he's got a pacemaker in him. Because how are you going to get, how are you going to do major surgery to somebody, and then they're up and walking, like, an hour later? Yeah, heart surgery, yeah, good point. Although, I think I read that it's not that big of a deal. Really? That it's like outpatient surgery. Wouldn't you? Well, I, wouldn't you have to like cut through the ribs or something? Yeah, it seems like it should be. I mean, I, I read that on a message board, so you know. Yeah. It wasn't exactly a medical journal, so <laughs> uh, it may may not be true. Um, and I don't have a pacemaker, so I don't know. But uh, I don't know know anyone who has. Um, but I, it does seem like it should be some sort of really complicated and difficult it's well it seems like at the very least you would need a day or two of recovery um i mean yeah that was just weird how you can just i don't know i've never seen a pacemaker put in but but i bought it though i I just didn't buy i just didn't buy that anybody in that room had the ability to, to do the medical procedure and to do it well and it's like and the fact that like you know there's just so much, you know, I mean, I watch a lot of ER, so I know, you know, to some extent what it's like when you do surgery, and I'm like, it just didn't seem right, they didn't, they didn't have the tools ready, you know, they didn't have anything, to me it was a crappy con, like, you know, and, uh, I mean, the bunny thing, when he's shaking that cage, that was really scary. Yeah. I, did, I thought the bunny was going to, ex- like, literally explode. I thought the bunny was going to, like, mutate into some kind of monster it did, bunny. It did look like it was, like, bubbling and mutating. Like, yeah. When, and when I watched it again, it still looked like the bunny was, like, growing and mutating. Yeah. It was weird. It was, it's, it remind it seemed like a Cronenberg scene or something. It, it was really scary. Yeah, it was I, pretty, it was pretty intense. I couldn't, it was, oh my god. Now, I have something to mention about the bunny. Okay. Um, the bunny is a Stephen King reference. Okay. Um, and I didn't catch this. Someone else caught this. Good for them. In On Writing, his book about writing, yeah. he, he uses this short passage um, in which he describes a white bunny in a cage with an eight on its back to illustrate... To illustrate this point he's making about, you know, how writing works and, you know, how you sort of visualize, you know, what you visualize based on what he says. And it's a long thing, but this the central point is he describes this bunny in a cage with an eight wow. on his back. So, you know, uh, I guess that's another uh, Stephen King reference, which I thought was really crazy. That's really weird. It's fairly obscure. Well, that feel, that makes me feel like... You know, if that was Ben's idea with the bunny, then Ben is a Stephen King fan, 
And uh, that guy in the premiere was wrong when he said Ben wouldn't approve of this book. Oh uh, yeah, so maybe when he said it, he was when he said it, and when he was in the you know in the swan, he was serious. He really wanted some Stephen King. Yeah, I don't know, or maybe it was just a coincidence, and he never read it, and the it's just the writer, you know, the writers are doing it. Yeah, it might just be the writers, but it's really weird. I mean, I think it's weird. I mean, he mentions in the book too, like yeah, and that bunny has an eight on its back. What's that about? You know, uh, I think that's really weird. Yeah, I sort of assumed it was like, you know, an animal from their testing labs or something, and he just, you know, it was number eight, and oh. there, were, there, were, there were other animals that had numbers on them, you I know. See. Um, I see. That's sort of what I just originally thought. Okay. And maybe that's the context we're supposed to believe, you know. Yeah, maybe I, so. You know. Yeah. That's what I think, but... Yeah, that whole thing was weird. I didn't buy the pacemaker thing. That you know, I just, the way he explained how the pacemaker was going to work didn't didn't gel with. I mean, I could be wrong, but it didn't gel with what I sort of thought pacemakers did. And uh, the surgery was way too quick, and I didn't feel like anybody there knew c- could do it. And then the whole needle thing didn't make any sense to me. I think the needle was just the sedative to knock him out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't really believe that they stabbed him with that. Because I feel like it would have it would have pierced some some major organs, you know, his intestines or liver or something mm-hmm. with that long needle right through the sort of sternum or right under the sternum. Yeah. So I don't really think they stabbed him with that in any sort of realistic sense. Um, I just think it was the writers being clever with the Pulp Fiction reference. I agree. Uh, which I was agree. good. I, I that was really cool. It seemed like it seemed like part two from the the son shooting Colleen thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're doing this whole Pulp Fiction like thing. That's really weird. Yeah, now, Pulp Fiction and Stephen King, two references a piece so far. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, they've had we have seen a bank robbery, but we saw the bank robbery. Yeah, yeah. With Kate, so that was close, but no cigar. Yeah. That's a Reservoir Dogs thing. Nice. Um, if I see any Pop Tarts, I'm going to. Uh, be weary if Juliet brings any pop tarts to Jack. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Uh, you know Ben. Ben says ticker for heart, and uh, when he's sort of describing when he's giving a speech about the uh, pacemaker, mm-hmm. and uh, I just don't think anybody can say that word realistically. Ticker. Yeah, it just doesn't sound right when he says it to me. It's it just sounds like it in an old fashioned word. That nobody uses. Yeah, I think that might be the point. You think that might be the point? Maybe that's the point. That, like, he's from a different generation type thing? You know, maybe? Yeah, he's not old enough for what I think he should be to use a word like that. But, I mean, I feel like I'm thinking, like, 40s for that kind of word. 1940s? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did they had had medicine discovered the human heart by the 1940s? <laughs> oh dear! Uh, they didn't discover the heart to the 60s. That's why love was a big deal. Oh, because they finally found out where love came from. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. It's the heart. Wow. 
Okay. Um. Oh boy. Uh. Yeah. I just. It just seemed. I don't know. It just seemed sort of wrong. I just. I. I feel like writers shouldn't use that word because it just never works for me. To, in Sin City, one of the characters said that, and it just really sounded wrong. Even in Sin City, it sounded wrong to me. Yeah. It seems like that's a place where they could pull it off, but it. I don't know. Just doesn't. I don't know. Just say heart, please. Anyway. Uh, speaking of lines, I think the titular line was used at least three or four times in this episode. Well, it was used very early on, um, like real quick. I think like the second scene or something. Yeah. Uh, he says it really quickly. He's the only one who says it, though. I believe yeah. he just says it a lot. Yeah, towards exactly. the end. It's his. It's his mantra for the episode, I guess. Well, I love that whole thing. Are we gonna talk about that now? That whole scene at the end. The scene at the end where where with Kate's trying to escape and stuff. Oh, that. Uh, we can talk about that if you want. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Um, I I love that whole thing when he's like every man for themselves, and you know she escapes and then gets back in, and she's like, um, live together, die. Yeah, sorry, I just spaced. Yeah, she's like, live together, die alone. I felt like it was like Battle of the Sayings, you know? Yeah. And she's like, checkmate, live together, die alone. <laughs> he's like, oh, you got me. Oh. oh I just love that. It's every man for himself versus live together, die Because they're the opposite, you know? Yeah, the, the, they are. The, the idea behind them is, is totally opposite. They are totally opposite. Uh, I did like that whole, I guess we should go back a little bit, because that's sort of the end of that whole story's arc. Um, you know, they give him the pacemaker, then he comes back, and he doesn't, you know, he's not supposed to tell Kate, you know, what's going on with the watch, and I love that, he's like, oh, this is my watch, baby, she's like, when did you get a watch? <laughs> I'm glad, like, you know, because sometimes there's things like that where I feel like the writers just look, the writers just, you know, have the characters overlook it, you know? Yeah. I'm glad she realizes that he didn't have a watch at any point. Yeah. So it's like, where did you get a watch? It was really big, obnoxious watch, too. Like, I, Wow, it's a heart monitor watch. It really stuck out. I mean, yeah, and then it's beeping. Like at some point, it's like okay. Well, it's in- it's interesting in that scene where they they give Kate new clothes. Yeah, which uh, well, I guess we, are we, maybe they just think the audience is tired of looking at her in that dirty dress. Or yeah, something. it was bothering me. I was glad uh, she got some new clothes. Yeah, then she got like a flowery top though. Like a it was sort of blousey. Like a you know, yeah, still wasn't good work clothes. I she, agree. She did get like pants though. I agree. I was just glad because it was clean. It was clean. Like, that dress was like nasty. Yeah, it's pretty dirty. Ugh. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I care that much, but what? it just really bothered me. You're like, I can't watch this episode anymore unless she gets some new clothes. <laughs> and then Tom comes in and saves the day. I just don't like dirty clothes. I think that, you know, that'll probably only add to the Kate as a mole theory, but I, uh, I still don't. Yeah, I still don't believe it. I think there is some reason why they're being nice to her about the clothes, though. I do think there's something going on with that. Yeah, um, I I find it weird that they they're not bring, they don't seem to bring Kate and and Sawyer food, or have they? No, they haven't, right? I don't think so. I mean, I think Sawyer's only food has been the crap from the yeah the fish biscuits and stuff. Yeah. Um, as far as Kate, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think Kate, I think he gives her some of the fish biscuits or whatever, but I just thought that was weird how they're, you know, they're feeding Jack very well, pretty, yeah. you know, fairly, relatively well, and, and they're not doing anything for Sawyer and Kate. Yeah. But making them work and, like, not right. feeding them. Right. Really, really strange. But anyway, 
So he doesn't tell Kate about the whole thing, and then later, uh, later we get the the next sort of scene in this in this uh, story is when um, Ben comes. Sawyer has already concocted his little scheme, which was fairly fairly um, fairly smart of him. The little I'll just grab the guy and shock him with the jolt and right. Um, Although I, this time the fact that you know Ben can watch yeah. and listen. Well, I think also what. What wouldn't have worked, I think, is the fact that, you know, once the guy gets close, you know, and Sawyer shocks him, the guy's going to sort of fall backwards. And, yeah. And the key is going to be without, you know, pres- presumably out of Sawyer's reach. So... Yeah, what he should have done is wait until the door was open. He should have waited until the door was open, yeah. And then you can sort of bust out or whatever, but... Uh... But it's one of those writing things where you don't have to do it the way you really should do it since it's not going to work. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Like, if it was going to work, they would have done it that way, but it was yeah. not going to work, so they'll just do it whatever other way, so. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I, we, we knew, I actually forgot that Ben was watching, but right when he grabbed his arm and pressed the thing and it didn't work, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot Ben's watching. Yeah. So he turned it off. Like, the other time when he heard him, I was like, well, what's he going to do with that? But this time he actually had specific information. Yeah. Sort of, okay, well, we'll turn that off. And then I'll... And then Ben, like, beats the shit out of him. Yeah, he does. I'm like, I'm like, wow, you're not a killer, but you're a, you're a beater-upper. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty weird. It was pretty weird. Um, it was like when, when he attacked uh, Anna Lucia. I thought that was really weird and random and out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't expect him to sort of do that. You know, I think, uh, I think if Libby was around, then Libby could help with his emotional problems. He's got <laughs> anger management issues. Libby would be like, just breathe, Ben. Just breathe. And he'd be like, wow, I'm cured. <laughs> that's all it takes. That's all it takes. She's See, that's the thing. That if is. Colleen's lungs were working, all she would have had to done is just breathe, and she would have miraculously oh, recovered. That's why she couldn't... Oh, that's why she didn't... Yeah, exactly. Her lungs weren't working. Her lungs weren't working. Oh, Colleen, what a tragedy. What a tragedy. I'm so... Oh, I love how they call her Cole. Yeah. Like, it was a weird revelation to say, oh, her name's Cole, short for Colleen, when we've only known her by Colleen. <laughs> That's the kind of thing, you know, if we if we heard Cole the whole time, then we can be like, oh, the revelation is her name's Colleen. Yeah. But they throw in this <laughs> random bit of information that is seemingly going to be useless, because she's dead. I agree. I agree. Unless, like, we get a flashback or something later where they talk about Cole, like... It's useless for, for us to know that they called her Cole. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really weird, random thing, but I guess they felt like they needed to add that just for detail's sake or something. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I also thought it was weird. Speaking of names, that, that, that uh, Jack called Ben Benjamin. Right. That was weird. Well... Yeah. He introduced himself that way, and I don't know. Oh, did he? Oh, he did? He said, I'm Benjamin Linus? Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Okay, I'll buy that. That's that's sort of what I... I just think of him as Ben, because that's what everyone else calls him. Yeah, well, hey, he's just like Call. Or Cole. (laughs) Did you say Paul? It should be Call. It should be Call, not Cole. Colleen. Yeah, well. Yeah, whatever, guys. Cole sounds better. But, uh... So, speaking of Cole, and by Cole I mean Juliet. Right. Um, the fact that she's a fertility doctor, I was thinking, okay, well maybe she's the one who could have 
done the C-section in, uh, you know, like when Claire got kidnapped. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah. she's a fraternity doctor. Which, for, yeah, which she's not a surgeon, as she said. Yeah. So I really don't think she could have done it. Yeah, I don't think fertility doctors usually do C-section. Yeah, but, um, so, so far, I mean, if she's the, the height of their medical, you know, personnel, yeah. what were they going to do when yep. they were trying to take Claire? I have the same thought. You know? If, Where were all those people who were, like, all dressed up, yeah. ready to do shit to her? Unless Ethan was their, uh, was their surgeon or something, you know, unless he was higher on, than Colleen on the sort of medical yeah. scale. It's possible. It's possible. And I have reason to believe that may be true. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't explain why there were so many people in that in that operating room, like there were yeah. you know there was uh, there looks like three or two or three at least two or three doctors and a whole bunch of nurses yeah you know and uh, which makes me think it was just a setup you know why it would be a setup I don't know it just it just seemed fake and maybe maybe it's just one of those things that you know uh, it's sort of real in the context of the show but like. The writers can't really explain it because they didn't, you know, it's like that thing I said earlier where they didn't have to have to go down that road so they don't have to make it really realistic. Yeah. So since, you know, we didn't have to, they didn't actually have to do the C-section, then they could just say, oh, yeah, there were doctors and blah, 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 and nurses. But, you know, if you ask in the day, where, you know, how that could be possible, they I don't think they could explain that. Yeah, I think it might just be, well, <laughs> seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh... They're on the tour of the island, the submarine, right now. Uh, yeah, or maybe they'd say, oh, they're all over at the village, you know. Yeah. Uh, which I don't buy, but, you know. They could say something like that. Yeah, they could say something like that. That'd be weird. Yeah, the, all the doctors are over there. and I, I'd like to know, speaking, I mean, this is sort of towards the end. I guess we'll, we'll save that later. I guess we'll save that later. Um, so... We know that they have medical equipment and x-rays. We've talked about that. Yeah. Uh, that, that's really expensive and really specific equipment to have. Um, you know, do you think that stuff Dharma, Dharma would have? An x-ray machine and all that stuff? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, why not? For the animals. For the animals. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but I guess. I guess they would have that stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so... <laughs> What else? What's next? Oh boy. Um, let's see. I have a lot of stuff. Let me let me see if I can blow through some minor things. Um, Picket is shown using a walkie-talkie early in the episode. Uh-huh. Um, it strikes me now. What a baby word that is. Walkie-talkie. Oh, it is a baby word. <sighs> it's really crappy. Hmm. Anyway, we need a better word for that. Um... Uh. But that seems to maybe debunk the others are telepathic theory. Oh, I think so. I think if they are telepathic, they don't use it a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really think they're telepathic anymore. They seem just plain and boring to me. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, they they can't just, I mean, they better do something. Maybe there are two groups of others. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't want to believe that, but they—I mean—they got to do something. You know, when they were running through the through the forest with the body at the beginning, I thought, oh, maybe this is magical or something. But no, it really wasn't. No, I was hoping like they would play the whispers or I don't know something would happen. <laughs> 
some kind of clue, but oh no, no clues for you. No, no clues such for luck. You. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with that. They they got some explaining to do on this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I keep saying that every episode. What's the deal with this? And we just don't get it. Um, when Sawyer is first waking up on the table, mm-hmm. uh, you can hear Tom not too far in the background because I could pretty much understand him. And he says uh, something like, it's been two days since the sky turned purple. We've been blind. All our comms are down. Mm. Or our comms are all down. So, I don't know um, what that means. but uh, Yeah, well, I think the, the, the failsafe has knocked out their communications. Oh, that would be comms. Okay. Yeah, I, if you watch Star Trek, that's what they mean by comm. I, I, I just thought, wow, that techno jargon, I don't understand. <laughs> No, comm is short for communications. Well, it seems very simple now. Yeah. But, uh, when they, like, open up the comm channel, yeah, that's communications channel. See, I thought it was just fancy words. <laughs> uh, it really never occurred to me that that's what that means, and now it seems really disgustingly obvious. Anyway, uh, another thing is that Jack hears Sawyer through the intercom. That intercom is really funny. It, it's got like a life of its own. It's like it lets people hear stuff when it wants to. It just sort of comes on and comes. On. Like it, it really, even if there is a short or something, it really should never come on unless you press that button. You know, mm-hmm. it shouldn't just be like sort of open or you know the, the line is open. Like that's just weird. I mean, I get you know it's been underwater or you know potentially got wet at least once, and plus it's old, so I guess we're supposed to bite whatever happens with that thing, but it, it's it's a little convenient. I agree, but, I mean, I guess the whole thing about, oh, that hasn't worked in years, like, isn't quite true. Um, does it, because, I mean, you know, we hear it doing what, you know, what really happens. So does that mean anything for the Bloody Herd and the uh, premiere? Does that... Is there any chance that wasn't a hallucination? When he, when he heard his dad say, let it go? Yeah. I, you know, I just can't see how that's not a hallucination. Unless his dad is there in the next room. I agree. You know, and then why would his dad say, let it go? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't really make I, sense. I really think that was a hallucination. And I think this one was, um, you know, it was just sort of a matter of fact thing. Because okay. he didn't hear something twice. I thought he heard something twice in this episode. He did. It was, I don't remember what the second thing was. Was it Sawyer both times? I don't think it was. I think it was something else the second time. Yeah, it was. Second like time. the others talking or something. Yeah, I forget what it was. Yeah, they said something like... Which we had the transcript. They said something like, oh, that's not our plans. or Yeah, they, they there was something there. I don't remember what it was, but I didn't write it down. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't write it down either. Um, let's see. Is the transcript up yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not. It's not up yet. Uh, well, we know it's there, guys. But um, yeah, sorry. it's up to you to figure out what they said. Yeah, yeah. There's the mystery. Ha, ha. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, they don't want Jack to communicate with Kate and Sawyer when they... They really don't. Walk him, they play this ridiculous sound. Um, is there really any... I mean, he knows they have him. I don't... I don't really understand what the big deal is. I think... I think they don't... He... They don't want Jack to be 100% sure that they're safe. I think that may be a little part of it. And I think the bigger part is, like, they don't want Jack to sort of know where they are. You know? Okay. 
uh, I, I thought that was a nice piece of business, though, to turn on the sort of siren and and uh, so that they couldn't, because they knew they were they would be calling for Jack, you know, yeah. once they saw him. So I thought that was a nice little piece of business to to sort of block out the sound. And he sort of hears something, you know. He stops and yeah, you know, and I, I you know, he doesn't make any reference, but I, I like to believe he he heard them, <laughs> just in my heart. <laughs> I, I got that sense too, but then again, maybe he just I don't know. Yeah, I vaguely heard something. Yeah. I'm surprised Sawyer didn't, like, pick up a rock and, like, throw it at him or something. Yeah, yeah, that seems like something he would do. Yeah. Maybe a shoe. Well, maybe he would have raised his heart rate too high. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) Would have killed him. It would have beeped the alarm. Um. Okay. You know what else is weird, real quick? Yeah, sorry, I've been... No, I I just wanted to mention this, uh... You know, Ben asked Sawyer how much, how old he was and how much he weighs, and that's something he should know. If he, I agree. if he has, if he has, if he has a file on on him, like he has a file on Jack, he definitely should know how old he is. Yeah. And you know, the weighing thing. I mean, he should have some idea. I think he can at least look at him and sort of guess. But yeah. Um, I just thought that was weird. I don't know if he just wanted him to admit it or if that was just you know. I feel like that was supposed to be part of the con. Okay. I you know, because yeah. later he says, oh, that's why we asked for your age and weight. And if they were right, then blah, blah, blah. No, nah, yeah, I think it was part of the con. It just seems like you could have, you know, left it out and just told him, you know, we know you're 35 and, well, I guess. I guess it's better that way. I guess it's better to ask him. Uh, that con was pretty crappy. If you, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I think if somebody did that to me... I probably would be convinced in that situation, you know, just because I wouldn't expect them to lie. But I would still have the same doubts as if those bumbling buffoons could perform major surgery, uh, you know. And and the fact that Sawyer didn't really seem like he was in any pain and like I don't know. I hope the whole thing. I was just like it didn't happen. Um, but we'll talk about more about that con later. Um, what else were you going to talk about? Uh, let's see. I have, I have a lot of, well. Oh, I did want to mention at least Sawyer and Kate know that Jack's alive now. True. So I think that's, that's good for their, you know. Morale. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, uh, somewhat. Um. And maybe, uh, maybe that's part of the reason Kate didn't leave. Because now she knows Jack is there, and it's you know it's one thing to leave with Sawyer, but I don't think she'd want to leave both of them. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I, I mean, maybe it's underlying little thing in the back of her mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was very weird. Her her whole escape scene was very weird to me. It it struck me just as odd as the Carl escape scene. Like she just sort of climbs out and okay, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> now what? Yeah. Like, it just, I don't know, it was very sudden, and, like, I could have done this the whole time, like, I don't know. Yeah, she never looked up. And no one, like, came out or anything? Well, I think that was part, to me it seemed like part of the test, you know? Yeah. I think, I think Ben is smart enough to know that, you know, what those cages are like, um, and I'm sure, you know, when they decided, to, well, I feel like when they decided to put him in there, you know, someone looked at the cage to make sure it was really safe, you know, secure, yeah. I should say. And, uh, you know, plus he has a camera on him. Plus there's nowhere to go. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I guess that's the ultimate thing. There. Yeah. Oh, and that reminds me. Um, what's his name should have known that? Earl, or what's his name? Car- Carl. 
Carl, oh. shouldn't Carl have known that there's no place to go when he, uh, when he escaped? Yeah. He should have. I mean, Why wouldn't he? I think that calls into question what was going on with Carl. Why wouldn't he? Could he have never been to the Hydra before and, like, he got into trouble over in the other's village and they sort of brought him there in the same way so he didn't know necessarily where he was. Is that possible? Because he was a kid. Like, maybe he doesn't necessarily work or go over there for any reason. Yeah, you know, and then I have to wonder how Alex was over there. Well, you know, um, (laughs) I knew you were going to go there. Uh, See, Alex is a misfit, so maybe she sort of, like... You know, maybe after Carl got into trouble, she sort of tagged along using some <laughs> On the excuse. submarine? What? On the, she, she snuck on the submarine? Yeah, well, okay, that's oh, pretty geez. silly. Maybe she built a raft. Okay. And... <laughs> she took what was left over from Michael's raft and made a new raft. Yeah, I'm glad you guys blew it up. It works better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this rudder is burned to perfection. That'll... <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh uh, yeah, you know that is a problem. But that's the thing. Alex was like with them in the finale, like doing stuff, and with them like in the hunting party doing stuff. So you like, gotta she ask goes why. Out, you gotta ask why <laughs> on missions. And she was there in maternity leave too. Like I think the real reason why is because you know she's Russo's daughter. Yeah, and she yeah she's a character we're supposed to see, and like they want to show her so. You know, when the others are around, she's around. But yeah. so, yeah, I don't think that really makes sense. But that's the best I can come up with because, I, if I remember right, you know, it was confirmed that he's not some kind of plan and that those escape attempt was legitimate. How's it confirmed? I think they said it in the official podcast. Oh, okay. I mean, I'll buy it. I, I didn't really. Th- I mean, it didn't really seem like it was. You know, if it was a setup, it seems really stupid. Um, where he thought he was going to go, I mean, I guess he just didn't know, because he told Sawyer to run, and he asked how far it was to their camp, you know, like, I I would have to believe he just didn't know he was on that rock, and and I find that hard to believe he didn't know that. Maybe he was going to steal the submarine. Oh, okay, because, you know, well, hey, if they can put in a pacemaker, I believe he can pilot a submarine. <laughs> How hard can it be? I mean... Yeah, you just press go, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's a submarine that's like... Maybe that... Maybe. Here's a theory. Maybe that underwater cable is, like, attached to a thing that's attached to the submarine, and so it no. just goes along that track. No, that's silly. Maybe it's an Apple submarine, and so it's really user-friendly and intuitive. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Apple made it, so it's uh, white and beautiful design and really easy to use. And it has four buttons and a... uh, (laughs) Scroll wheel. (laughs) Scroll wheel, And it's really overpriced. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But if you have one, you're the envy of all your friends. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll venture we're the only people to come up with that theory. Oh, God. Well, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Um, Although I feel like we should wait for me to say that. Um, Do you think the cable maybe is going to this place? Or coming from that place? Or coming from that place? Depending on your perspective. Depending on your perspective. Um, 
You know, I want to say no because, you know, from the view we get at the end of the episode. I know. <laughs> I, know. I, I should probably finish my thought. Just I'm for sorry. The... I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No problem. This is funny. Uh, from the shot that we get at the end of the episode when we're standing on uh, the, the, whatever it's called. The island that they're on, the Hydra, the Hydra Island. Yeah. And we're looking at the main island. Um, you know, if there was a cable going to it, you know, uh, I mean, we, it's a direct line of sight. So when Saeed and Hurley found that cable, you know, yeah. when we looked out into the ocean, we didn't see anything. Now, some people might be saying, well, maybe there's a visual thing. And so maybe the island was hidden this whole time because of, um, the smaller island was hidden this whole time because of the electromagnetism that was that was blocking the island so maybe you know if someone was at the cable now okay they would, they would see the they would see the smaller island all right there's a sort of solution maybe i gotta tell you man that scared the crap it was like the force field thing uh like when when they when they panned over to the right and they showed the island i was like oh my god there's two islands i thought there were like two exact islands you know you thought what? I thought there was two exact I I thought there was two exact islands, like like a mirror of oh. it. Oh, yeah. I thought there was like a you know two of the same exact island, and I was freaked. I was like, oh my god, what does that mean? There's two islands. Oh my god. Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy? That would be really insane. Like some weird mirrored version of it, and oh my god, wow. I wish it was what you thought. <laughs> Usually what I think is more interesting. That would be really crazy. Yeah. They that never even occurred to me. Yeah, I just... Because I assumed they were on the island, and so when they showed us the other island, I was like, okay, there's two islands. I'm like, okay, now, what does that mean? Does that mean there's, there's two versions of everybody, or like... Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, my mind just went crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, and then he explains it. And then he explains it, I'm like, oh... That's, that's all there is. I've been to Alcatraz. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me too. All right, I haven't though. Oh. Okay. I did live in San Francisco. Never went. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't want to go. Yeah, it's not that great. Good. Um, boring, actually. So there was a great MythBusters about it, though. Well, we'll save that for our MythBusters podcast. <laughs> just, just saying it's all. Just saying it's all. Okay, let's talk about the scene. Okay, I think we sort of, we skipped it, but... Yeah, we, we skipped a lot. When, you know, Pickett is really pissed that, it, that, that Cole died. Right. Um, oh, right before this, let me, let, me, let me say how I understand Jack is a good Samaritan, probably the quintessential good Samaritan. Yeah. And I just thought it was a little weird how quickly he jumped into wanting to save Khalid. I mean, I guess if you're a doctor, yeah. you know, you just have that natural instinct to help people, no matter what's going on around you. But I, I felt like he would have hesitated and been like, no, you tell me where Kate and Sawyer are before I do anything, you know. I mean, that's like the best leverage he could have ever had, you know. Like, if you want me to save her, you tell me why I'm here. You tell me blah, 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 you know. And take the five, ten seconds, you know, to at least attempt to get some information you know but obviously it's you know to his character that he would just jump in and try to save her and you know i'd say that's exactly what i expected like if they you know you had your big cooperate theory and i half believed it and uh pretty much was true and uh you know not that he knew that at the time but uh uh well 
And then we have what's coming up next. Yeah, season, exactly. Next which episode. is probably the real thing. Yeah. But um, you know, I thought like, yeah, if if she comes in shot and they're like, we need your help, like I I really thought he would just do it and not like try to you know use it as a bargaining tool or something. Yeah. Because I felt like his I feel like his medical ethics would supersede the you know the situation he's in. And that he would, you know, he would say, this person is dying, I have to help them regardless of what's going on. Yeah, but it's just Cole. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but I I definitely, that's what I expected him to do. But, you know, Jack, I guess he's not necessarily unpredictable. Although he did surprise me a little bit in this episode. Um, a little. Times. Just a little. <laughs> a little. Um, okay, so after this, you know, Pickett storms out because he's, he's uh, angry that his And he wife... blames Sawyer for some reason. He blames Sawyer. Okay, I want to get into that whole, this whole love thing. I, I think there's something going on here. Okay. Uh, you know, he seems to want to take it out on Sawyer, who I think, you know, of the three people there is the easiest target. You know, Kate's out, you know, because he, he basically is pissed. At the Losties. Yeah. And he wants to take it out on somebody, and, you know, I think it's, you know, he already hates Sawyer. Jack's out, maybe, because he tried to help save her life. Exactly, exactly. So, Kate's out because she's a dainty female. Right. Um, although, she's born to run, so be careful. Born to run, but she's staying put. Yeah. <laughs> At least for now. Live together, die alone. Um... So, anyway, he takes Sawyer out of the cage and just sort of beats him to a bloody pulp. Um, I counted how many times he hit him, and it was nine. I just wanted to see if it would be a, a number. Oh. Yeah, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Um, I think if you count how many punches, it's eight. But I think he kicks him once, so that makes the ninth hit. Oh. But um, I don't think it obviously means anything, but yeah, I just was like, well, let me see, just in case. <laughs> You never uh, know. I, I feel like they're done with the numbers. Yeah, until next season. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I agree. Uh. So he's like, "Do you love this man? Do you love him?" Right. Which the was thing just from the promo. Which was just really weird and strange, and to me, there seems to be some theme. I think that maybe that maybe the re- maybe that that's part of the reason that they're there has something to do with their relationship to each other and I say that because of this whole thing with do you love him and what Ben says in the end you know to Sawyer Mm -hmm. that you know it wasn't that I told you I had a pacemaker that kept you in line it's because I told you I would harm her yeah you know so I don't know if they're just sort of interested in a general you know sort of human study way about their relationship or if there's something more going on but it seems like that's important for some reason I don't know why he would say, do you love him? Unless, like, and you know, I'm trying to think of the context that his wife just died. Yeah. You know? And it's like, if you, like, like if, if you don't love him, I'll kill him, you know? But if you do love him, I don't want to take away somebody you love or something. Yeah, maybe that's the point. Yeah. Maybe that's the point. It seemed really random to me, but I guess when you put it that way, it's like, well, Yeah. Like, like I, but then in, even in the end, though, you know, towards the end, you know, like I said, Tom, Tom tells Ben, Pickett wants Sawyer dead. Yeah. And it's like, well, why does he want him dead so badly? You know, like, it's not Sawyer's fault. You know, if anybody kills son. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. Even though I don't think you can really blame son. Yeah, well, she would get off in a court. <laughs> yeah, I mean, please. Yeah. 
<laughs> you, yeah, you, someone storms your boat with like guns. <laughs> I think you're okay to. Shoot and plus, the motor scared her. And the motor scared her. Yeah. You know, so many people get off on the motor uh, technicality <laughs> in this country. It's ridiculous. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't uh, looked up my case studies recently. Fifteen percent. Um, Get 15%, off wow. on the on the motor on the motor uh, on the motor technicality. That's rather staggering. It's only trumped uh, by eighteen percent by the pop tart technicality. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow! I knew that many people even ate pop tarts. Oh, they're huge. Kellogg's is a good company. They make a lot of good fine products. Indeed, <laughs> that sounded like a <laughs> like they paid me to say that, <laughs> and they did. <laughs> Because when I get up in the morning, I eat my <laughs> Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. They're great. I prefer the cornflakes myself. Less sugar, great taste. <laughs> okay, we just lost a couple listeners. Sorry. <laughs> I think we lost some people. Oh. Let's get back to Lost. Um, yes, please. Please. Yes, okay, good. Um, I think that's a good analysis of that scene. Even though, I guess... I guess Maybe the point is he couldn't kill him then because he knew Ben wanted him for some reason. Yeah. So he's like, I'll just get in a few good hits and uh, maybe he would have beat him more or something if she didn't say that she loved him or whatever. But he still wants to kill him. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I barely buy my explanation of that scene. I, I, it just doesn't really seem to make any sense besides bringing up very clearly, the whole idea of Kate loving Sawyer. Right. Um, which I think she does, despite the fact that she says she didn't. Yeah, but I mean, it. you know, what she said is exactly what I thought when the scene was going on. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, I mean, they weren't beating her up, but, you know, if you torture somebody long enough, they'll tell you anything. Yeah. You know, and so, like, to me, it's not... You know, in a situation like that, what somebody says is, is not to be considered, like, true, well, if I don't. I agree, but what gives me... Well, first of all, you know, I mean, obviously she likes Sawyer, you know, they're friends. Yeah, they I mean, I agree. I think she cares about him. She didn't want him to get the she shit want, beat out of him. Exactly. But, you know, when the, in the end, towards the end, when she's like, when he's like, well, if you really love me, you'd run, or you'd leave me, and she's like, you know, she gets that look on her face, and she's like, I only said that so he'd stop beating you. And when I first saw the episode, of, I believed her. I was like, okay. But then when I saw it again, it's just that look on her face makes me feel like she doesn't want to be vulnerable. She doesn't want to have, no. you know, have that whole thing going on. Not a look. Yeah, no, it was a look. Her her delivery of that line made me think that she didn't want, not that she didn't want her to have the upper hand, like having that knowledge, but she just didn't, she didn't want that out there, I think. And so she tried to take it back. Um, so I really think she does love him. I mean, what's not to love? He's a good, he reads books and, uh, he's a good boxer. I mean, what do you want? (laughs) That's it, huh? That's all you need. Wow. That's all he's got going for him. He's got, Um, he's got nice hair. He's got nice hair. Okay. All right. All right. Very, uh, very stylish stubble. (laughs) It is very stylish stubble. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I feel like she would have done that if it had been, anybody else that she if it would have been like charlie even yeah anybody (laughs) anybody that she sort of cared about getting beat up i'm sorry i don't think she would have said that about charlie you don't think so no i really i don't know i mean i really i mean i know you don't care about charlie but you know i mean in in real life you know what i mean like 
you don't want this person to get beat up, like, you know, in front of you. It's like, if you can just say something and then I think stop. The, at the very least, she would have held out longer before she said yes to Charlie. I think so. I mean, because she held out, you know, for nine punches. She she did hold out too long. You know? Um, you know, maybe it took her that long to realize that's what she had to say. I, I don't know. Yeah, she was sort of confused about what was going on, which is... Yeah. Rightfully so, because it's a very strange situation. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but I, I mean, I think I think it could go either way easily. Um, and uh, and I sort of viewed I sort of viewed her saying "live together, die alone" as sort of being more on Jack's side, you know, versus Sawyer's "every man for himself" thing. You know, that's the thing. But after this, after, I think after... And I'm, obviously, I don't know how this whole thing's going to end with, with them being captured, but she's definitely going to have a, a stronger bond with Jack. I mean, with Sawyer. Sawyer. With Sawyer after this. I agree. And, you know, I think I think right now that, you know, it's leaning towards Sawyer more than Jack. Well, yeah. I mean, if she didn't get to talk to Jack, then... Yeah, I, I just, I just feel like... I, I feel like she does love him. I mean, she might not love him unless she loves Jack. I mean, I say love in sort of the TV sense. I know. know. I know. But, um... I, I, I think she does. And, um, like I said, what's not to love? I agree. I agree. I agree. We all love him, don't we? We do. With his quips. He's quippy, too. He's very quippy. Uh, we just made that up. What, you want me to talk about your mama? <laughs> oh... <laughs> Gotta love that. Oh yeah, he's a uh, he's a bitch. That's Sawyer. So, anyway, what are we talking about now? Well, let's see. Shall we talk about the X-rays? Sure, we got a couple things to talk about. But yeah, let's talk about the X-rays. Do you want to go to some other stuff? I'm I'm sort of done with the minor topic. So, uh, we still need. I think we need to. Do we need to talk about the escape anymore? What escape? Oh, Kate's escape. Yeah, I thought we. Is it what? It, did you want to say something about it? Well, I, I I like the scene a lot. Um, I like the you know I like the fact that she sort of you know you know knew he was sort of lying and and was like well you know we need to just get out of here and she she you know she sort of called his bluff in a way you know but anyway she escapes. I just like the idea that she got back in there. I didn't I didn't expect that at the beginning. Um, I expected her to sort of try to run somewhere. And, uh, but then that would have been, you know, useless, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, I like the idea that she just sort of get, gets back in the cage. And no, yeah. nothing happened. And then, you know, she sort of makes a stand. You know, she's like, I'm not going to leave you no matter what happens. And, you know, live together, die alone, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just like the, the way that scene played out. Yeah. I agree. I just, I just, her climbing out of the cage just struck me as so strange. I just, I couldn't, it was hard for me to watch because I just, it just, it just seems so abrupt and easy. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. I, I don't expect escapes to be that easy. I mean, I guess the idea is she just didn't notice that she could do that. But, yeah. Um, you know, I would think Carl could pull that off, too. I mean, he was pretty small. Um, Carl probably could have, but I don't know if he's got the upper body strength like Kate to actually climb oh, his I way see. up. Yeah. Is that what you need? Yeah, you do. Yeah, well, okay. Fair enough. I, I, I like that she sort of climbed back in and all that. I just, just the way she climbed out struck me as odd. Yeah, it was weird. Like, hey, I just happened to look up. I just happened to know. It's like a squeeze through. Yeah. And, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I guess I expected more drama to come with that. But, 
and somebody just do something about it. And, yeah, and, they were watching them. So. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Ben is always watching you. Ben. God can't see you, but Ben can. Exactly. Um, I thought it was weird that they had Jack chained to uh, Colleen's bed. Not only that, but like Ben specifically wanted him to stay there. Yeah, and like sort of... It's almost like when a kid does something bad, you make him so go, go like, think about what they did. Yeah. You know? So he's, like, making Jack face what happened as a result of someone else's actions. I know. But somehow he was sort of getting blamed. I know. I and, mean, I sort of understand, in a sense, because, you know, I think the lost people have done that with the others. Yeah. You know, whatever Ethan did, they sort of blamed on everybody else. Yeah. You know, which, you know, if it's for the group, then it's more reasonable, because Sun's actions were obviously not, like, on behalf of the Lost Camp. Exactly. Self-defense, seriously. So it's it's very different, but, yeah, I mean, I think they're they're just not... They're they're getting to the point where I feel like it's impossible for them to stand on we're the good guys. Yeah, and that's the whole thing is, you know, when they they killed Goodwin and all, and everybody else, like, they, they, they don't... The idea of self-defense, they don't believe in, unless it's them. Yeah. You know, they just, they don't, they don't understand. Well, good one was trying to kill me. Well, so what? <laughs> you should yeah. die. And th- this whole thing of making Jack, like, sit with Colleen, I think would work better on someone who's not a doctor and accustomed to death. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Jack was phased by that one bit, I you agree. know? Yeah. That was, that was not a good tactic for him. No. Because he... That's he's... like, uh, some sitcom that the parents tell the kids, like... Go to your room. And the kid was like, "Yay, I love my room." Right. <laughs> There's right. all kinds of stuff to do in there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he loved it. But... Well, I think he loved it, but he sure didn't. Uh... I don't think he hated it. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like, oh god, a dead body. Never seen one of those before. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. You know. Uh, I'm surprised. It... Oh, what? I thought it was weird that he tried to call time of death. Like, I, you know, I love that because it's force of habit. Yeah, I guess that's what it's it was. Force of habit. He's like, she died. He's like, okay, time of death. And he looked around. There's no clock, <laughs> which obviously means that's not an operating room. Yeah, yeah. Even though it seemed like it kind of was. Yeah, it did. Maybe it's an operating room without a clock, or maybe they took the clock out. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe when you're operating on animals, you don't need clocks because animals never die. Yeah, or maybe you just don't need, I don't know. Maybe yeah. It just doesn't matter that much to note the time. It definitely seemed like an operating room, because it, it, it had the the washroom and the x-ray thing, and then the, yeah. Oh, the yeah. observatory, so they just didn't, they either, it didn't have a clock, or they, they didn't have it because they took it out or something. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's the kind of thing, it's like, when you're, you know, when you're writing an episode, why not just put the clock in there so you can call time of death, and then no one would question anything. Yeah, but maybe not... they just liked having him not call it. Yeah. They liked that idea so much that they didn't want to put a clock in. Yeah, that's weird. So, when Jack's washing up to go to, to operate, he sees the x-rays. Um, right. Of a 40-year-old man with a tumor on his L4 vertebrae. Oh, boy. Oh boy. And he just happens to be a spinal surgeon. Um, obviously, Jack is sort of starting to figure out why he's there and that they sort of need him. You know, he says, who am I here to save, you know? Um, and I guess my question is, I mean, it's sort of obvious, you know, that... He, I mean, it, it seems to me that they took him for that because he's a spinal surgeon. 
But, you know, you don't think it's a coincidence that you're like, hey, we need Jack for A, B, and C, but hey, look, he's a spinal surgeon, so he can fix, you know, Ben while he's at it. Right. Do you, you don't think it's a coincidence, right? No, but then the question becomes, why didn't they take him in the hunting party? Why? <laughs> I asked why. <laughs> oh, um, I guess I'm asking why you're asking why. Um, no. Um, well, there's a lot of reasons. Okay. <laughs> oh, you want me to name some of Please. them? Well, the first big reason is that they need Jack for the rest of the season. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, you know, they needed him for the rest of season two. Okay, so it's mere contrivance. Mere contrivance. The other reason is, um... Ben may not have known at that point that he uh, had the tumor. Okay, so that was like, let's see, maybe maybe two weeks before this? Yeah, something like that. Okay. He may not have known. I mean, you know, he may not have had the x-ray or something. I don't know. Okay. Uh, what other reasons uh, would they not have taken him sooner? Um, Do you think that been going to you know infiltrate had anything to do with the tumor no I thought about that when I was trying to come up with reasons and I, I don't think so um I don't either because it doesn't make sense oh here's a good idea you ready okay maybe after the failsafe went off his tumor started growing maybe before like he was in remission or he it didn't have he didn't have the symptoms or the effects of a tumor but since the failsafe has gone off, the island doesn't have its powers anymore. Okay. And so that's why the tumor's there. But then that's not why they took them. Because they were already taking them before the failsafe. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I feel like they were taking Jack for more than just this reason. Okay. Yeah, I, I really, I really, I mean, regardless of why they didn't take him before. So it was just a lucky... Because, I mean, they specifically requested... They requested Jack, Caden Sawyer, and Hurley before... Before they even talked to Ben, presumably. Um, so, you What know. do you mean? Before well, who talked to Ben? The others. The other others. Because Ben was captured when they asked for uh, Jack, Aiden, Sawyer. Yeah, but who knows when Ben... Ben could have told them to get those people, you know, before. Because Ben was... Let me see. So Ben was... Uh, they had they had Michael before Ben got captured, right? Who had Michael? The others had Michael. Oh, yes. Well, the yeah, yeah, they had they had Michael right around the hunting party. That's when they that's when they got him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that was before. That was it was just like a couple days. So I mean, they could have Ben could have Ben could have said, okay, well, blah blah blah, we're gonna do this whole plan, you know, because obviously he helped plan the. Uh, the fake, the fake uh, camp thing. Um, yeah. So I think at the, I think I think it's safe to say that he had already told them who to take by then before he left. Okay. I mean, it's just weird because they make the deal with Michael. You know, we'll give you Wall for these people and Ben, and you know. I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. They had them. 
You know, it just it just seems like was it just like fortunate. Oh, we have this guy who needs something from us, and we need this, and we can't get them ourselves for no apparent reason. Well, I think they could have got them themselves if they really want. I mean, they have the ability to at least. Well, Michael bed. asked about that, and Miss Clue says that they can't. Although, I mean, she could just be lying. They really is that? What, I forgot about that. Yeah, in three minutes, she. You know, Michael's like. I guess I could look up what the actual line was, but uh, he, he's like, well, if you want him back, why don't you just get him yourself? And she's like, we can't do Oh, that. get Henry. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you meant get Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. I think she he might have meant them too. Hmm. Uh, well, anyway, I think there's some more to be discussed about with that whole thing of when they wanted them and why. Um, I still think that they want they want them for a very specific reason, and I don't think the only reason they want Jack is the tumor thing. I feel like there's something bigger than that going on. Maybe not, but that's that's just my theory that there's something else going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's what I wanted to say. I mean, I hope that's not it, because um, that's really boring. It is boring. I have cancer and I need a doctor. Like I just. And for those of people who are confused, or if anyone's confused, we're we're referencing this because next on Lost, in the next episode, what's it called? Um, the cost of living. The cost of living. Um, we basically find out it's Ben who has the tumor. I mean, I actually sort of assumed that just from well, before I, I saw. Of course, it. it's a plausible assumption. So, but yeah, that just sort of confirms it, which, you know, you may consider that a spoiler, but whatever. Nah. It's a very loose spoiler. <laughs> yeah, and do you really care? I mean, come on. Nah. So, I just, I just hope it doesn't boil down to that, like, because, like, you have access to the outside world, like, can't you get a doctor? Like, I don't know. Well, that's the thing, it's, 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 Jack has proven to to be good at removing these tumors. Okay. Uh, well, I think actually the tumor he removed, you know, the guy died. So. Yeah, the Italian guy. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe they think he he's really good. So if anybody can do it, you know. Yeah, I think it's one of those situations where if anybody can do it, Jack can do it, and they have him there. So just like random luck, like this brilliant surgeon crashed on the island where they were. Maybe like, it's not random luck. Is that like the? I mean, that just seems crazy to me, but... And then, you know, why do they want Kate and Sawyer just to study their relationship somehow? No, I mean, in the next Down Lost, you know, we'll just spoil it some more. Uh, Pickett tells uh, Sawyer that, you know, they need... What did he say specifically? Like, they, they're they not going to let you go because they need you or something? Oh, yeah, I don't remember. It was something like that. Like, they're not going to let you go until they're done with you or something like that. Um, so they obviously want Sawyer for something very specific. Uh, I don't think it's just watching them, but so far, you know, they've done a little bit of work, and then they've been watched a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sort of getting bored. Like, I, I, like, as much as I'm getting bored with what's going on with the others and, and the, you know, the Lossies being captured, they keep giving me stuff to keep me interested, you know? But it's like, you guys better tell me what's going on soon, or... I'm just gonna have to keep watching. <laughs> I exactly. Keep watching. I mean, I wonder if it's not gonna be like the button where they spend the whole season, 
you know, giving us a little at a time. No, I think hieroglyphics here. And... No, I think I think we'll be done. I really think we'll be done with them being captured by the end of this block. So we got two more episodes. Well, okay, maybe we'll be done with them being captured, but you know, actually, I don't think that. I think if anything, they'll escape like right at the beginning of the second block, but. Uh, I think they'll, you know, they'll make an attempt, obviously, but I, I don't think they'll fully succeed this, this part. Um, it would just suck for them to be still captured for this whole break. But I don't think, yeah, but I think, I mean, I, I think it's all, I mean, yeah, I just don't, I just don't see them escaping before the end. Um, or maybe one of them will or something. I, I don't want to spend a whole season with them captured. Oh, I don't think they'll do that either. I think I think that they're, they're going to leave some sort of cliffhanger, and I feel like at least one of them will still be captured, and they'll have to be dealt with in the second half. And I feel like they will be, like, by episode 10 or so, I think they'll definitely be all out. Well, now I have a big question about the next episode. Because, like, okay, go ahead. Well, I don't know if this is spoiler material. Oh, it's well, on the next on Lost thing. Okay, so do you want to? Can you remember it? You want to? Yeah, I'll wait. Okay, um, but what well, I guess you don't think we'll know everything there is to know about the others by the no, sixth episode. I wish, but I don't think so. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's what I think they'll draw out. Not necessarily just like taking them captive story. They'll let that die. But I think dealing with the others in general, I think that could go on all season. Do you think that X-Ray was, like, recent? Like, Ben had just recently done that? I mean, it's really... I find it interesting if it's just sort of hanging up there. I mean, how long would they leave it there? That's what I want to know. Like, how long would they leave it there? It's it's pretty weird. I would say contrivance if I had to. Yeah. Because, you know... In, like, who... I mean, I guess Juliet can take an x-ray, right? I mean... Yeah. And... It's not that hard. I just wonder... I feel like there's some other... Per, there needs to be some other people there with medical skills. I agree. Uh, because, I mean... You know, if I saw if I saw an x-ray, I wouldn't know what to... I mean, you know, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah. You know, or how to interpret it, you know, correctly. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be... I mean, I guess... Juliet knows enough to be able to say, "Well, that's a tumor in your, in your spine." Yeah, but and I or was... maybe you know the doctors, uh, the doctors are elsewhere and uh, they uh... and they couldn't get called back quick enough to work on Colleen. Yeah, but they did look at the tumor and then they left. They left. Oh, we just missed them, Colleen. Sorry, Sorry. you have to die. <laughs> I thought it was interesting how Jack knew that uh, the X-rays were of a forty-year-old man. I know it's. I, yeah. I don't know if that's realistic. I mean, at least he's a doctor. Yeah. And you know that's something sort of medical and not like, well, by the looks of his clothes. Yeah, you know. exactly. <sighs> but the lighting on the X-ray, I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I, I just thought it was like, how could you tell if he was thirty-five or forty, or thirty or forty even? Like what? What would, the, especially, it was sort of a close-up x-ray, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what would really denote the age of someone, that specifically? Like, okay, that's obviously the the spine of a 40-year-old man versus a 30. I mean, maybe. Maybe. 
to me it's barely plausible. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor either, and uh, obviously, I, I guess uh, I guess I just assumed that uh, that he that there's some sort of subtle things that you can pick up on, and maybe it's 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 plus or minus three years. Okay. You know, he just sort of said, you know, because he said forty. It's kind of generic. If he said forty-three. You know, it would be like, okay, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Ooh. Um, who am I here to save? Who am I here to save, Julie? Juliet? Et. <laughs> okay. Save it for later. <sighs> Sorry. I love that line, I don't care about making you feel better. Oh, yeah, that was great. Oh, man. Yeah, wow. that was really good. Thanks, Jack, for being a bitch for a while. Yeah, I'm like, wow. She's like, did you just say that to make me feel better? He's like... Bat the eyes, bat the eyes. Yeah. God. Yeah, I hate Juliet in that scene. I'm like, ugh. I'm glad. He's is it just me, or did she get more hair? <laughs> she just said she had a lot of hair in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> It looked different. Yeah. I, I didn't feel like more. It seemed like the style changed drastically. Okay. Um, they filmed all these episodes close together, and uh, so I wouldn't expect her hair to change very much between episodes, but... Um, just seems like she got, like, extent. I don't know. It seems like her hair just was, like, a lot more and, long, and longer. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she just was wearing it differently. Maybe she just took a trip to the stylist. Well, she, she can do that in her submarine. <laughs> Oh, God. It's like, what next? They're going to have an aircraft carrier? Jeez, and a couple <laughs> jets. <laughs> uh, we oh, got a, God. We got another station on the moon. It's called Luna. <laughs> it's the Luna station. Oh, no. Oh, come, come. Get in the rocket. We shall go there. <laughs> Get in the rocket. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, that'd be the end for me, I think. <laughs> if they took a rocket to the moon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty bad. I think that's, yeah, that's pretty much... No more lost. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, so, shall we pay some lip service at least to Sawyer's backstory? Oh, that thing. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, I guess we should talk about that. That was that was the the, the easiest con in the world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was pretty easy. I mean, Soria could have done that in his sleep. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. You know, obviously people watch the episode, but you know, there's a new guy in the prison. It's interesting how they they um they did solidify Sawyer as a fighter. You know, he's a he's a boxer. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was weird how like Sawyer's hitting the guy. And then, like, the guy sort of goes down. I, mean, I don't know if they... Does Sawyer keep hitting him or something? For whatever reason, the referee is like, Okay, that's enough, Sawyer, that's enough. I'm like, what? He's boxing him. He's supposed to be hitting him. It was weird. But <laughs> it was really weird. I'm like, he's supposed to enough be Enough with him. the hitting already. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is boxing, not... But they, they, they do, so you know, sh- you know, cement that he is a fighter and a boxer. And so, you know, he's... You know, we've seen him be that before, so, to a certain extent. So now we know for a fact he's got some, you know, fighting skills. Yeah, you know, I never made that connection. Yeah, I just made it now. 
Don't feel, don't feel too bad. I just thought about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always wondered sort of in the past, like when he was being tortured and stuff, I always thought he just seems, he seems very sturdy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. Uh, and I think that's how he could sort of, he was able to sort of size up, uh, you know, the others when he got into the, the fisticuffs in the yeah. previous episode. Yeah. Um, anyway... The new guy comes in. I forgot the name. The guy's name, Mendez or something like that. The, the Costanza. The Costanza. We'll Munson. call him Costanza. What? Munson. Munson. Oh, geez, what a glorious name. Yeah. <laughs> That's a glamour name right there. <laughs> um, uh, you're going places, kid. <laughs> so you know, Munson comes in. He's stolen ten million dollars from the government. No one knows where it is. So Sawyer, you know, tells the guy, hey, you know, the warden's after your money. He's going to even get your wife involved. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, you know, and oh, of course, what you really need for this con to work is, why do you, why do you care about me, Sawyer? Mm-hmm. Are they good to see your heart? No, I just don't want the warden to get the money because he and I are enemies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's classic. It's really classic. Yeah. And so the pieces fall into place. Like, I don't really know what... Munson's wife and what Munson and his wife were talking about, but but I feel like the fact that Munson thought his wife was scheming for the money, um, whatever she said, he sort of it was skewed towards that idea. Yeah, you know, because I really don't think the warden had her involved at all. I don't I don't find it believable that he could have sort of coerced her to to be like you know you go and pretend, you know, you go and try to find out where the money is. Because he's just a warden, you know. Yeah. Unless, you know, she was, you know, working for the FBI, you know, the FBI said, hey, you do all you can to have him tell us where his money is or you're going down too. Unless they were, unless she was getting some heat, I don't buy that she really said anything to make him, that would that would have normally made him think she was, she was against him. But I think the biggest thing is the fact that Sawyer said, hey, she's going to be, you know, working against you, that he just sort of assumed she would be. Yeah. And she sort of said whatever to sort of fall in line with that. Um, I guess we should quickly talk about that since we're in this scene. Uh, what's her name comes back <laughs> uh, and says, so, hey, Cassidy. Sawyer. Yeah, Cassidy comes back. Oh, is her name Cassidy? Mm-hmm. Now it makes Clementine seem more plausible. Yeah, exactly. That's... <laughs> All these Western names. Yeah, when I yeah, someone brought up on one of the message boards. What kind of name is Clementine? Yeah, well, you know, look at her mom. Yeah, God. Well, yeah. I do want to quickly mention because this came up last episode that you know you said they don't pick up on flashbacks and show you what happened after, after them, but they did in this episode. Yeah, but it's not not what I'm what I meant by that. It's they of course they have they have flashbacks that sort of follow each other and continue the story. But what I meant was there's not going to be a big twist. Like you know you what you were saying was this was all an elaborate con on Locke, and you know that's what we we're going to find out in the next episode. I meant they're not going to be some crazy revelation like that. Where... Well, I thought I mean I didn't expect it to be a flashback. Like it takes place very soon after. I just thought it would, you know, we would see another episode where, you know, the way they present the episode, that, the, the flash, you know, that part of his flashback, it would be obvious that it was a con or, or they would make a reference to the fact that he killed this guy, you know. Not that they would really pick back up on it immediately, but that we would find out more about what happened in a later flashback. So that's sort of, that's really what I meant. But anyway, um, 
I guess because I think like I think some of the flashbacks, some of the other flashbacks are clearly linked. I mean, they yeah. you know they tell a story, and so I mean. Yeah, what what I'm saying there is definitely not is definitely not literally true. So. Well, I mean, I thought the fact that he got caught from that con was a was sort of a twist. I mean, I didn't expect mm. that. It seemed like he got away with it totally. It did, yeah, it did, it did. You know, you're right. I mean, maybe that counts. I just don't think they're gonna do that with Locke. But uh, nah. But uh, yeah, you're right. You win. Yay! Two points. You're the Wiener. The Wiener. Okay. Well. I don't know what to do with that. Um, so, you know, it's a little interesting. So he has a kid, or he says he Yeah, don't, he I'm don't surprised have we haven't had the scene where someone's like, Sorry, you got any kids? And he's yeah. like, No. No. <laughs> but I got a baby. Very meaningful, like... Yeah, I almost want to believe it's not true, but... Uh... You know, that picture looked really fake to me. Yeah. It looked like a stock photo. Like it, it, That's not the kind of picture people take of their kids. Like, very well, like, co- composed. And, mm-hmm. like, it just seemed really fake. I agree. And I would not be surprised. I'll say it here right now, folks. I would not be surprised if she's conning him. Yeah, I know. And that money that he gave her in the end, she's one day we'll find out that, you know... Although it's in Clementine's name, you know, but I, she can still probably get a hold of it somehow. She's crafty now that she's learned from the best. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like that, that, I really feel like that's sort of a con. Um, yeah. But who knows? A lot of people, uh, I was reading a lot of people saying that. I just, I don't think so. I wish, I wish, but I don't think so. Why not? Uh, just because the same reason I don't think it was a con on Locke. I just don't think, I think if it was a con, we would have found out in this episode. Oh, okay. You're sticking to that whole thing. Yeah. All right, we'll see. I'm sticking to it. I'm ready to be proved wrong, but I'm I'm sticking to it for now. There was a room to find out. Because it really wasn't about Sawyer being conned. It was about Sawyer conning the other guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They could they could have thrown in an extra scene. Man, that but that would have been weird because where would they, they'd have to put it way at the end after he already decides to give the money to the kid. Yeah. Then later they would have. I mean, that would have been really weird. Well, you're right. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. Maybe not. <laughs> um. Maybe not. Okay. So what are we talking about? Uh. Oh. Okay. So. Yeah. So Munson comes to Sawyer and he says, "You know all that stuff you told me. Well, it's true." Uh, here's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's there's that key moment, you know, that happens with Sawyer, I guess, where, you know, it always has to be the person's idea, and they sort yeah. of talk him into it, but yeah. it's really his idea. And exactly. He, yeah, he, he says no, and he tries to leave, and yeah. And he has that look, that, like, I'm going to con you look. <laughs> <laughs> that look that's like, are you this stupid? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You're talking me into doing what you shouldn't. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I knew, it, like, I guess I half suspected earlier, because so he's a con man, and every one of his flashbacks is about con somehow. Yeah. So. You didn't know from the beginning? Um, I, th- I thought there was half a chance. Oh, no. That, I, th- I thought there was half a chance they were going to go in a different direction. Nah. You know, and have it be a Sawyer flashback, not about a con for once. Nah. But, uh, yeah, no, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Strike two. Or three. Whatever. Four. Ten, um, I think. 
Lots of strikes. Uh, yeah, so, whatever. He cons him. And he cons him, then we find out he's working with the FBI, and they're yeah. like, okay, well, since you got the $10 million, Well, what was weird was, you know, they said, once we get the money, we'll put the money in your account, but they were going to sort of let him go right then, which I thought was weird, because they sort of could have been lying about where the money was. Well, yeah. You know, I guess they just trusted him, because he's a con artist and a... <laughs> An incarcerated con artist. They're the most trustworthy people ever. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe cause, just because it would have been anticlimactic to say, well, we'll let you go um, when we find the money. Yeah. Go wait there. <laughs> go wait there. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be like, you know, James Ford, you are a free man once we find the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I think it just would have played weird. I agree. Even though I think it's realistic. Yeah. Um, that's what they should do. You don't let the guy... I mean... Well, what I would have done was, you know, I would have basically had Sawyer sort of in a scene we didn't see tell them where the money was. Mm-hmm. And this was sort of the scene where he, yeah. he's just sort of explaining what happened and, they, and they're explaining what happened and then the... You know, then the FBI agent gets a radio. We found it. You know, it, it was where he said it was. Yeah. Then, then everything else can play out like it played out. Yeah, yeah, that would have worked. But you know, what am I? A writer on Lost? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh God. If only. If, if only. only. Two, if, two. I was a, if I was a writer on the show, we'd have the best spoilers ever. <laughs> Indeed. And then two identical islands, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I was a writer, we'd have two identical <laughs> islands. Why? Who knows? <laughs> he hasn't thought that far ahead yet, but come on. How yeah. can you not love that idea? It's we, scary and and, it, and the glass would have been a force field. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, see, now I'm not sure I like that. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have had a choice, right? I guess i got to take the good with the bad. I know. Do you like everything the real writers do? Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess not. Uh-huh. My name's Henry Gale. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. They all have their weak spots, I guess. They do. Anyway, um, I think that's the end of his backstory. Yeah, it is. It wasn't a terribly intriguing backstory. I wanted to ask um, about Desmond and his future telling. Is, yeah. is he like the new Locke? You know how Locke had that when, when Locke was in Boone, with Boone in season one, he's like, "It's gonna rain in thirty seconds." Yeah, you know, it seems similar to that. Um... But I don't. I feel like Locke thing was different. Yeah, I feel like Locke was just in tune with the island, not foretelling the future. But I mean, it could be seen as foretelling the future, and at least in that instance, I mean, he did sort of foretell the future. He did. He did. Um, I agree. It does seem different, but yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the sound of not having a good answer. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't need an answer. I just thought I just wanted to bring up the fact that it seems like he's sort of the new Locke, and um, in some ways, but I don't get the sense he's on any kind of journey. I think he is now. I think you do. He's, yeah, I think he's getting. I really think the island is the reason he's getting. He has these sort of powers, and he's very introspective, and and I think he's sort of trying to figure out what's going on and what he's supposed to be doing. Okay. Um, so I think. I mean, I don't know if he's really in tune with the island like Locke was or is um but was <laughs> nice <laughs> oh did you see the last episode I think it's is mm, to differ <laughs> yeah me too um and so I do want to I do want to ask uh I guess this is sort of into spoilers though so are we done with the episode yeah sure 
Okay, so this is our spoiler section, people. It's, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in if you don't want to be spoiled. It's not going to be heavy on spoilers, but... No, it's really not. For yeah. a very specific reason on my part. Yeah. <laughs> Someone didn't do their homework. Well, no, that's not quite it. Oh. Well, that's all I choose to believe. Okay. Um, in, in a few seconds, I'll tell you what the real reason is. Should we play the next Own Lost? Uh, do you want to? Yeah, let's... I don't care. I don't know. I feel like that's boring, because don't, don't people hear that anyway? When they Yeah, I mean, you can go watch it, which is better than listening yeah. to it. Yeah. All right, so we won't play it. We'll save you the trouble, and if you haven't heard it or seen it, we're sorry. And if you have, then you're probably thanking us. Exactly. Um, lost links, guys. Lost, lost links. Lost links. And also lost-media.com Yeah, that's if you true. want a downloadable version. Oh, yeah. I guess that's nice. It's um, nice. The streaming video may not work for everyone, although I've never had a problem. Well, you're not everyone. Um, I'm not everyone. Very true. Very true. Um, so, let's talk about the next episode, The Cost of Living. Yes. Um, which, <laughs> can't really imagine what that title's gonna mean. Um, it costs 50 island dollars <laughs> per night in the cage. <laughs> and you've been there five nights. <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. Maybe well, that's, that's why they're working. They're working off their uh, hotel fee. Oh, okay. It's yeah. just like it's just like when you go to a restaurant, and you can't pay the check, so they put you in the kitchen. They put you to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The trouble is, they're making them stay there, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like Hotel California. You know. You can't leave. Check in, and yeah. Okay. Anyway, in this, in the, in the, in the next on, we we there's a lot going on. Indeed. Besides, what did they say? This time, the island's pissed. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> the island's here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and exactly. it's all out of gum. Yeah. It's going <laughs> to kick ass and take names. <laughs> it was really weird. They, they gave the island its own like personality. It's like, you know, this island is here to kill Ben, or like, you know. It was so weird. It is weird. I forgot about that. It's, uh... Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess... It just uh... seems like... It seems like the island is pissed. You know, I guess understand from the island's perspective, you know, um... Uh, you... Just, just you know, sitting back and watching these, like, lowly humans run around and do all this crazy stuff, and the island's like, enough of this crap. I'm coming in to take a charge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I I hope that that actually means something. I really don't think it will. I don't either. <laughs> because it was the American uh, preview, and the yep. American preview is usually wrong. It likes to lie to people. It does, and make it seem like, like, oh man, it's going to be an action-packed extravaganza every exactly. week. Yeah. It's a Sun and Jim flashback, and it's somehow an action <laughs> extravaganza. Exactly. Oh no, the glass ballerina! Oh no, and it's like, oh that, okay, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Ooh, son, there's a gun in the boat. She's got a gun, and she's not afraid to use it. Oh wait, she is. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, it probably is misleading. We don't have a Canadian preview to watch yet. No. So I feel like that one will give a better idea of what it's really going to be like. Um, so you know, and it, it was definitely true of this episode. Yeah. Um, well. Let's talk about the big things that we saw in the preview. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I was that I've been wanting to mention just quickly. Um, oh wait, we still had some stuff to talk about with 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 Sawyer and Ben at the end of the episode. Well, I felt like we sort of talked about the two islands, and 
Is, is there more? Uh, to... I guess we did. Well, I didn't really have anything more to. I just wanted to quickly say, you know, uh, you know the con, you know, I didn't like that line. Ben is like, you know, you're a good con man, Sawyer, but we're better. Yeah, I hated that line because I didn't really feel like they were necessarily better. I mean, they did best him in this situation, but I just didn't like that line. You know, we're better, and I, I, I wonder, do they? How do they know he's a con man? Like. Just from, like, his, whatever file they got on him, or... Criminal record. You know, so just, just... But see, that's the thing. I feel like his best cons are the ones he hadn't gotten caught for. You know? Like, the crappy ones are the ones he's gotten caught for, I would think, you know. Because if he did a good job, then he shouldn't have gotten caught. Good point. You know, you know, never arrested or charged or anything like that, but... Um, oh, quick question. Sorry to have a huge tangent. Did we ever figure out why he was arrested in Australia? Remember that scene where when Boone is 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 uh, at the at the police station? Yeah, they showed it. They showed it. He was arrested because uh, I think uh, I don't remember. I think he was like in a bar fight. Okay. That like we didn't see. Oh, that sounds familiar. Okay. So, yeah. but yeah, we didn't see it though, right? They just sort of alluded to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So back to this episode. Um. I thought it was weird that he waited until they were like almost to the top of the cliff to show him the bunny. I'm like, wow, you walked all that way with that rabbit in your little satchel. It just seemed really weird. And then he just like seemed like a magician. Like, yeah. He pulled out a rabbit, and then when he put it back in, I swear I thought he was gonna make it disappear. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It seemed really bizarre. It seemed like he was gonna make it disappear. Yeah. And I love when Sawyer was like, "How do I know you didn't just paint an eight on another rabbit?" He's like, "Well, you don't." Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't. No. Um, he doesn't. I believe him, though. Man, rabbits are scary. Yeah. Why do they have red eyes? It's those... Are, yeah. I don't think all rabbits do. No, I don't think all of them do with I those. I think maybe it was like an albino rabbit. Oh, there's white rabbits. But the red eyes. Oh. I've seen other rabbits with red eyes, but maybe. Just I mean, a wild guess. Yeah, but that was scary, man. They should never have red eyes. It was it was a creepy rabbit. That that helped make that scene where he's shaking it scary. Yeah, no, that was because really the rabbit already looks scary, and then it starts like yeah. Bubbling. If it was like a chihuahua, it would have been a totally different scene. Oh god. Ugh. <laughs> I guess it still would have creeped you out. Well, more like ugh. I don't know. Gross. Yeah. I don't want to see anyone shake a chihuahua. <laughs> but rabbits are okay. <laughs> Well, not well. Okay. Anyway. Um. Anyway, I guess that's all I have to say about the end of that. Uh, I do okay. like the fact that we that we find we find out where the hydro station is, and I think we talked about that before when we were talking about how if part of the hydro station is underwater, yeah, it doesn't make sense for it to sort of be on the island, you know, because it would sort of need to be offshore. Yeah. Um. So, and I'm still not quite sure. What where the Hydra is on that on this new island? It's not clear. It's not exactly clear, but um, you know, it's not that big of an island. Um, you know, twice the size of Alcatraz isn't that big. No. So um, yeah, I'm I'm glad we know where they are now. It's, you know, it, it makes it clear that they're you know fairly far from uh from their commune place, O Town, if you will. Right. Um. So anyway, I guess that's all I want to say about that. Um, yeah, I agree with you about the line. I mean, I sort of like the line, but 
when you think about it, it doesn't really yeah. make sense. Um, it was very arrogant. But... Yeah, it was very arrogant, and like it, I don't feel like he had the. It was just sort of an accurate thing to say. Like you, you pull one con, and and that's the other thing. You know, I was thinking to myself. Okay, they pull one con on Sawyer, and they think they're better than than he is, or whatever, or, or just sort of really good in general. And now it makes me think he's sort of referring to other things. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like he's not referring to just that. Yeah, that somehow maybe them dressing up and stuff is part of. Them. Yeah, which I would agree. If he's you know in terms of everything they've done, they're fairly good con people, con artists. Yeah. Um. Why they need to be con artists, I don't know. They're they're extremely elaborate. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I swear, every time I look at Tom without his beard, I'm just like, oh jeez. <laughs> I've gotten used to him without a beard. I, uh, he's just he's just old Tom now. Where's Miss Clue? Uh, I guess you know, she's I guess she's with the kids. I uh, yeah, I, I actually read that the that the actress who plays her was having like scheduling issues. She was doing something else, and that she just couldn't appear. In these episodes, and so they're just, they're going to write some explanation. They'll, they'll have her back eventually. Oh, yay. But, uh, yeah, but she just, she just basically wasn't available. That's the only reason she's She's not too busy for Lost? Yeah, apparently. What is she doing? I mean, she wasn't a major character or anything, so, you know, they just, uh, yeah. couldn't get her, so. So, okay, we're talking about the next episode, uh, The Cost of Living, and the thing I wanted to bring up was... Uh, now that we know that they're on a separate island, where is this search party going to go? The rescue party? Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Um, but I did read a description. Okay, let's read um, it for this episode. Let's that, hear it. Um, I'm sorry, I said that. Cause now I have to find it. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Oh dear. Oh dear. Stall. Stall. <laughs> oh okay. Hey guys out there in TV land, did you know? Okay, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> Oh, I really was hoping you'd have something there. No, I'm not that good. <laughs> oh, you sell yourself short. Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh, I almost have it. I almost have it. I'm, I'm seconds away. <laughs> okay, now you're really stalling. I, <laughs> no, really, I'm so close. Here it is, here it is, here it is. Oof. Okay. God, that's really, uh, really uh, tough. Okay. Here, can, here's here's a description. Okay. A delirious echo wrestles with past demons. Some of the castaways go to the Pearl Station to find a computer they can use to locate Jack Caden Sawyer. <laughs> Jack does not know who to trust when two of the others are at odds with each other. I wonder which two. I know, it couldn't be more obvious, I guess. But uh, Maybe it'll be somebody else. Yeah, Colleen's back. Yay! Well, she's, Is it the whole thing? She's a bitch, yeah. Well, I, I find it interesting. First of all, the echo past demons yawn. <laughs> um, the second part with some of them going to the Pearl Station. Why do they think getting a computer can help them find where they are is beyond me. Yeah, well, I'm sure it'll all make sense. Yeah, right. We need to go to the Pearl Station. I do like the fact that they went to the Pearl Station. I um, do too. I think that's kind of cool. I know from the preview, it's Desmond and Locke and that new chick. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, uh, the end of the promo, when when she sees the, one of the screens, she's like, what's that? Or who is that? And there's this guy, this really creepy guy with a patch over his eye. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in one of the monitors, and yeah. he sort of covers. Oh my god, it was one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Um, I, I I tried to freeze it to get a good glimpse of the guy to see if we if someone we've seen before. Yeah. He he sort of looks like Henry. I don't think it's Henry, but I don't just either. Facially, really quick, I just sort of you know that sort of like triangle kind of face. Just sort of seemed like Henry to me, but I don't think it's him. Um, I agree. If I had to venture a guess, if it's someone that we sort of should know or have heard of, I'm going to say Rosinski. Yeah, that's a good guess. I would also throw out possibly Glass Eye Guy. Ooh. <laughs> Who may or may not be Rosinski. <laughs> Who may or may not be Rosinski, exactly. So. Wow, I cannot believe that the glass... Because we just talked about this. Yeah, I know. Now, I think we talked about that in our Season 2 retrospective. We did, that no one's heard. Which no one has heard yet, but once we put it out during this Season 3 break, people are going to be like, they just talked about that. Yeah, I know. Why don't you guys know? Because they had this and then... Yeah. Yeah, just to catch people up, uh, during, what was it, the other 48 days... Yeah. Um. An episode in season two. Actually, I don't think it was. I think it was actually before the other forty-eight days because it was when Michael and. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. It's before the other forty-eight days when we first see the uh, arrow hatch and um. Or this is this is the this is when um, this is no I think it's the other forty-eight days when when we when the. The tail section people actually find it. That's when they first find them. Oh, when Goodwin's there. You're right. It is yeah, under 48 it, days. Yeah, because that's when they Goodwin's went there twice. There. That's what bef- I was thinking. That's bef- time. Yeah, that's before Michael and them show up. Yeah, which was actually the first time they showed it. But yeah. the second time was when they. When um, they actually found the eye. Yeah. So basically, they open up this chest, they find the radio, they find the Bible, which of course has the clips um, of the original Pearl video. I'm sorry, Swan video orientation video and then it has this glass eye and of course they say glass eye what's that about and Justin and I theorized what that what that was and one of our theories was there's some guy running around with missing an eye right <laughs> and um I totally I totally forgot about that but you're right I mean here's a guy with a patch over his right eye and uh he seems like a perfect candidate yeah I mean now one of our questions was does he have another eye like why is this eye there like did he lose it right did he just take it out um and I'm really you know I'm if, if this turns out to be the same guy which if it's not I'm gonna be really surprised but I'm I'm, I'm so happy that they that they picked that they they actually are gonna explain something as minute as the glass eye that was almost you know it was almost this time last season right yeah you know like, I can't believe, you know, and I think if they do that, then they, then they have the possibility of explaining any little detail ever. Yeah. Because that is such a small thing that they never talked about since. Yeah. And now it seems like we're going to get some sort of explanation about this glass eye. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I, I think it, it, it bodes well for them. Uh, that's really cool that they would actually do that. Yeah. I sort of hope it's Rosinski, though. Yeah, maybe it can be both somehow. Yeah, yeah I feel like it could be both. I mean, I don't, like, what is the video of? Like, where is that supposed to be? Yeah, now, in that shot, you know, before you see the guy, you see, like, computer equipment. Yeah. And, and my first thought, because I have wild thoughts, was that it was the Swan Station. Right. Before it blew up. Mm-hmm. And so it was sort of... <laughs> We were getting a feed from the past, which was stupid. But somehow, yeah. Somehow, or maybe maybe it's an old tape. Maybe it was recorded or something. Maybe it was recorded, but it didn't exactly look like the Swan computer. Like, because you know, the, there's a computer where you sit down, and there's the sort of tape recorder stuff in the back. 
against the wall. Yeah. And that's what you sort of see is big computer mainframes like that. But mm-hmm. it didn't look exactly the same. But I don't know where else it could be. Um, presumably, the Pearl was supposed to be watching the Swan Station. Um, so that's really where the camera should be. So I'm yeah. I'm going to go ahead and venture to guess that it's it's an old video. And I'd also point out that they destroyed that hatch set. They don't have it anymore. So it's possible, you know, they re- rebuilt whatever for for that. Okay. And so that's why it doesn't look quite right. Well, they wouldn't. They would still have the props, right? I mean, they oh. would have those. I mean, you don't, like, burn those and destroy yeah, I guess, them. Yeah, I guess I imagine they just, like, set it all ablaze. Yeah, I would, I would imagine that stuff would go in some studio, you know, prop station or... Or, were, you know, I, you, you shouldn't throw stuff. Maybe like, they gave them to charity. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you live in, if you live in uh, what, L.A. or something, you can you can go and find that stuff at your local Salvation Army? <laughs> Maybe Hawaii. Maybe Hawaii? Yeah. Do they, do they film everything in Hawaii? They do, yeah. Okay. Everything. Well, good for them, because Hawaii's nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I was amazed, some of the stuff, like... Some of the locations. I, I, there's actually a page out there that shows a bunch of the locations that they've used. Uh-huh. And it's just really crazy. It's like, oh yeah, that is that's where they got that's where the others got Michael or whatever. And it's just it's weird to see like there's a road like you know twenty feet away. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they're deep in the jungle and they're right next to Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's really disconcerting. Like there was a beach shot, and yeah, you just see this road like right. It's just like wow, it just takes you out of the show. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, they they show like some of the places where they shoot like the Korean stuff. Like there's these random places that just sort of look like they might be Korea. Oh, that's funny. Like yeah, it's really it's really weird. But that, yeah, I guess, that's like that's like when I saw that that behind the scenes production photo of the of Henry's balloon and and before we actually see the balloon yeah and it just totally took me out of it I'm like wow because and there was like a set guy there some mm-hmm. guy was standing in the shot I'm like wow this is a TV show it just like <laughs> depresses me I'm like you know like oh wow that's really obvious how they got it up there and it's yeah. just so normal yeah I know what you mean they really I mean you really to enjoy the show, you really have to buy into it. Yeah. And and believe that they really are trapped on an island. They're not in Hawaii. Exactly. I mean, when I see Jack, I'm like, he looks like that actor who was on Party of Five. Well, I bet Jack Shepard gets that all the time. Yeah. You know, I just believe, you know, I want to believe <laughs> he just looks like Matthew Fox. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the other big thing in the, in the, in the next on, what was the other big thing? Um, you don't see too much of what's going on with Echo. They show him a couple times, and there's some scene where it looks like he gets he gets almost hit with a knife in the head. Yeah, and there's a scene where he's sort of forcefully like pushing uh, Locke up against a tree. Yeah, there's something going on with that. I maybe maybe Locke wants Echo to come with him, or because Echo's the one who helped him find it. Um, yeah, and, and Echo's like, no, I got to go deal with my pa- my past demons. My past demons, yeah. My my understanding is that this is going to be an Echo flashback episode. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense as far as the past demons. I would love if we find some more out about Claire Psychic and that whole thing. I mean, I don't. Oh think yeah, that'd be nice. I, I don't think I they'll. It. I don't think they'll talk about that. But I'd love to figure out, you know, if the girl really died or not, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Be nice. I agree. That would be nice. Um, they won't do it. 
No, they won't. They won't do that. Sadly, I, I'm ready for the first interesting flashback that hasn't really happened yet. Because um, it, it seems like the flashbacks are few and far between that that are sort of relevant to the to the island mysteries. Yeah, you know. And I think uh, that was that was one of those rare ones. Hasn't Echo already wrestled with his past demons? Oh, but he's got to wrestle some more. Oh, jeez. How many demons do you got, man? Yeah, I agree. I oh, mean, you know what? I bet this one's going to be... This is. We're going to find out how he got to Australia, I bet. Yeah, you're probably right. That's what. That's the gap. That's, yeah, that's the gap. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they wrestle with the demons when they need to, and then they sit in the background when they don't. Yeah. So, it's... Uh, yeah, you're, you're probably right. It'll somehow bridge that that time when he started pretending to be a priest and <laughs> but in his heart he was always a priest but in his heart yes you are a priest echo and you're a good man and, and a farmer and a farmer god um what else was in the thing i don't remember i think that's it that's oh not stuff. much saeed's gonna do something i saw him in there yeah i miss i miss saeed doing stuff because what he's done so far this, this season, oh, I'm like, yawn. One really bad plan. Yeah. I see Pickett with a pickaxe and Sawyer. And then, uh, yeah, little Juliet, little Jack. Ben and the tumor. Yeah, well, so the, 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 the third part of that whole uh, synopsis was Jack doesn't know who to trust when, when, what is it, two of the others start arguing or something? When... Two of the others are at odds with each other. Yeah, I wonder who could it be. <laughs> yeah, we should spend like an hour theorizing on that. We should. Okay, I think it is the dead ghost of... No, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say Ethan. Oh! And why the ghost is dead, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. It's the... <laughs> it's the... <laughs> The dead ghost. So the ghost died. The dead, yeah. See, the ghost died, and then it returned. It returned, and that's the dead ghost. <laughs> it's a zombie ghost. It is a dead zombie ghost. <laughs> that's a little redundant a couple times over. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's gotta be, uh... I mean, maybe it's like, maybe it's Pickett and... Pickett uh, and Tom. And Tom... He's like, grow your beard back. No! Grow it back. No! <laughs> oh. oh, that's really crappy. Yeah. And Jack, and then, I don't know who to trust! And then he just says, fine, and gets a fake beard and pl- puts it on his face. You happy now? <laughs> He's like, I don't know who to trust. He looks good with the beard and without. <laughs> Alright, um... I guess that's it for the next on Lost. Now, do you have any spoiler or... Recap of the official Lost podcast. Yes, I do. My recap of the official Lost. Po- lo- hmm. My my recap of the official Lost podcast is that there was no official Lost, po- Lost podcast this week. Damon and Carlton took the week off for whatever reason, um, and so they were busy. Maybe they went to take. They had to take the week off to have lunch with Cliff. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> All right. I don't think anyone's gonna get that. Yeah, well, can even you, if they do. Can you can you edit that out? No. Nice. <laughs> uh, no, I think some people will get it. Lots of people will listen to that thing. Well, did he say that to everybody? He was on the show. I listened to it. He 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 did what he did in that email is exactly what he did on the show. 
Oh. And the lead-in was to, like, he basically patched together quotes from Damon and Carlton podcast with his questions. Uh-huh. That oh, was wow. the interview. That's really funny. Yeah, it was like, so, what do you think about blah, blah, blah? Yes, I agree, Damon. Like, it, it was, you know... Interesting. It was ridiculous. Interesting. Um, wow. Yeah, it was a couple episodes ago, generally speaking, if you want to know. I guess some people like to be uh, conned. Yeah. I yeah. don't. He he he's just, he was really happy. It was some sort of weird prank or con that he was playing on all of us. Nice. Listeners. Well, we play a con, too. We pretend our show is good, and, and we liked it. And, okay, I don't know where I'm going with that. Okay, I was gonna say, but isn't it good? Yeah, and that was the that was a punchline. Was it's not a con? Oh, okay. So I was gonna say people. it's working on me because I actually thought it was good. <laughs> oh, <sighs> you may be a good con man, Sawyer. We're better. <laughs> We're better. Look away and be smug. Yeah, I just wouldn't want to walk around all the time with a rabbit in my satchel. I agree, especially Bat Rabbit. Especially Bat Rabbit. <laughs> it's going to start growing in your bag. It is. That was so weird when he was shaking it. Hey, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I have to mark that. That was that was a scene that I haven't seen before. That that, that was the, a new one. In the me. show or ever? Just just in general. That was just that was a new thing. I've never seen a scene like that before. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. That was pretty weird. I, every every now and then I see something like, wow, that's that's a new one. I, I've never seen. I mean, I've seen things that are vaguely similar, but that just just shaking a bunny's cage until it collapses, like that's just really weird. And I don't understand how they could have timed the collapse. I agree, exactly. How could you? How could you? How could you? Unless you did it before and you knew it took a certain amount of time, and then. You know, but it it just it seemed like it keel, it didn't like slump down. It like keeled over. Yeah. You know, like it didn't yeah. like sort of fall asleep. It seemed like it just stopped. It didn't seem like a sedative at all. Yeah, I, mean, I, I felt like he was lying. I do too, but I don't think. He I just was. felt like he was lying in different different versions, and like this, he was lying about this, but not about that, and he was telling the truth about this, and like, yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Or or maybe he just really killed the bunny. And that, and then he just had a new bunny painted eight on. Yeah, I guess that's possible. I don't think that's true, but it—it's it, unrealistic. But of course, it plays much better if like the bunny isn't already passed out when he's doing the demonstration. Yeah. So you know, or isn't like just groggy and like laying there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it doesn't care. I mean, that just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, Maybe they just knew. They had like a. They knew exactly when it would kick in, and that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, unless they did it before, you know, they 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 put the bunny to sleep and they timed it from when he got the injection. That's the only thing I can imagine how they could sort of know how long it was going to take. Yeah, yeah, but I have to say, you know, I really like this scene, and so I barely care if it's realistic. Oh, exactly. It doesn't really matter how they do it. You know, like I guess I care more when the scenes are bad. Yeah. Cause it just it was just really really creepy. I man. I swear I thought I thought it was gonna like either explode or like mutate into some crazy creature. Yeah. Like, oh my god! It's gonna be a monster bunny and yeah. it's gonna like it's gonna turn into a smoky. Yeah. I just oh god. Oh god. Wow. That's I'm gonna be afraid tonight. I have to say. Well, be scared of the patch eye guy. 
That guy too, yikes. That's I thought he was weird. an alien for half a second. <laughs> oh, you can't be... Yeah, that's the thing, Lost. If you put an alien on your show, you're going to be sci-fi. Hardcore yep. sci-fi. Yep, that'd be the end of, of walking the line. Yeah, yeah. You can't have an alien in there. That would be... And you know, I would... I mean, if it were actually an alien, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I would like that, but... I, I thought it was for half a second yeah. until I sort of looked at it closely. So, yeah. Well, the next episode seems like it's going to be actually pretty interesting. I mean, most Echo flashbacks are pretty good. I agree. And it seems like the main story is going to be pretty good. Yeah, both so, Echo flashbacks were good. And yeah, the main story, it looks like stuff's going to happen. They're going to go to Pearl. They're yeah. going to see some video. So... There's stuff to look forward to, and the yeah. new bitch is going to be along. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, the cost of living. I wonder. Uh, I bet. I bet that's based only referring to Echo's flashback. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Something like that. This is what it costs to live. It costs fifty Nigerian dollars. Naira. Is it Naira? Yeah, I remember Locke saying that. Looks like Nigerian Naira. No. Oh. Cause, cause when you work on a uh, on a on a weed growing farm, you pay everyone in Nigerian naira. Exactly. Yeah. Well, cause you know it's it's not as easy to trace. Exactly. So. Uh, Although yeah. it does stand out. Well. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Think you think you foiled their plans. We should rethink this plan single handedly. Alrighty. Well, I we're think obviously we're done. rambling at this point. Yeah, we're done, right? Yeah, pretty much. Another sort of short one. Another fairly short one. I think next episode will probably, uh, I think we'll break that three hour mark. Uh, I did like this episode better. It just, it just. It was definitely better than, than, uh, what was the last one? Further Instructions. Further, oh god. Mm. What a good title that went to waste. <laughs> exactly. That, that title deserves a good episode. It really does. But they're just, they're, I guess there was just about the same amount of stuff to talk about, but it was it was just more interesting. Yeah, definitely. Now, this was pretty good. You know, the premiere was the best. Yeah. Um, episode two was pretty good. Yeah. I would say, yeah, this is on par with the uh, second one. Yeah. About the same. Further, further instructions is way down there. Yeah, so far it's pretty down. That's pretty the episode there. to try to it's beat. On there, it's bad. on there with, uh, up there with fire plus water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whole Truth, SOS. Are boring plus boring. The standard, uh, yeah. Yeah, boring plus boring. Oh, God, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, that one was pretty bad. I think I think, I think, think episode, like, 16 or 17, when they start getting boring, that's when they'll have the chance to sort of beat this one. Yeah. Or that one. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't, oh, man, we're going to have such a long break. I know, it's going to be like another summer, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like, oh, Lost? I forgot about that show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have to podcast every week for Can you imagine the weeks. the previously on Lost on that one? It's going to be long. It's going to have to cover everything in six episodes. Oh, God. Because people are going to forget. You know, I noticed this was, this was one of the first previously on Lost that pretty much just included, like, stuff from this season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every other one, it was like lots of old previous season stuff. So it seems like they're finally sort of out from under the... Yeah, previous season. The shadow of season two. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all uphill from there, I'm sure. I think so far, this this season might be better than season two. It's it's shaping... If it, if it goes where I hope it goes, 
Um, it's yeah. at least starting off as good. I agree. The, the beginning of season two wasn't spectacular. Yeah. I think the high point, definitely other 48 days. Yeah, once the once the Telsex people come in, yeah. that's when it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that episode was really good, really good. And it's still good to watch. And I think they'll be hard-pressed to beat that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I agree. So far, the, the beginning is better. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh... If they can maintain it, who knows? That's a good sign. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see. We will see. Well, that's it for us at the Lost Lowdown, guys. We appreciate you listening, as always. Uh, you know the yeah. website? Thelostlowdown.blogspot.com Gmail us at lostlowdown at gmail.com No the... No the and, just uh yeah I think that's join it. the frapper man yeah, frapper man give us some comments comments on the site we appreciate them you know a review on iTunes wouldn't hurt hey if you haven't written one yet review us on iTunes we're trying to get our average star rating up yes 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 and um we got we got one really bad review and it's bringing us down Angie Q yes Angie Q if we mm. ever find her we're gonna I have a feeling Angie Q's a big fan now. Oh, um, you think so? I just, I just feel like she is. I feel like once she gave us a chance, she. Uh, That's she the thing. You got to give us a chance. Realized we weren't as annoying as we first seemed. Yeah. Well, I thought you were pretty annoying when I first met you. So. Good point. You know, you just gotta give it, gotta give it a chance. Indeed. And drugs and alcohol help. Yes, those too. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, yes. Thank, yeah. That's thank it. you for thank. me too, because I never get to say thank you. You don't, but I thank for the both of us. I just say good luck. You do. Well, how about we switch it? Ooh. Yeah, let's not do that. Okay, I was gonna say that's gonna throw off my whole. It's gonna rock some worlds out there. Yeah. Oh my god. Up wow. is down, and down is up. Claude and Justin switch their sign off. And you know, our our ending is starting to seem irrelevant to me. But may, maybe maybe it won't. What do you mean irrelevant? Just because it's a it seems to be very season two. Oh, should we come up with a new? No, oh, maybe we should come up with a new ending for uh for for maybe we should have an ending per season. Yeah, maybe we can do that. Okay, how about um? Oh boy, we're gonna come up with it now. Yeah. All right. Uh. Thanks and scary rabbit. Uh. Okay, no, that is not good. Excellent podcast, Justin. Thank you, Claude. <laughs> yeah, we should do. I should be like, Justin, you're a good podcaster, but I'm a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, uh, God. oh God. Uh, do you love this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Uh, <sighs> how about live together podcast alone? <laughs> Well, see, that's... Uh, I like that. Like, I'll say lift together and you can say podcast alone. No. Is that too crappy? It's season two, man. Oh, well, they said it this... Okay, it's season about, one, too. God, that's really old shit. How about every man for their podcast? No. 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 Okay. I think we can just stick with it for now. Oh, um, Until we, we come up with something better. I don't think we're going to do it now. I don't think there's a clear thing to do yet. I really don't. I don't think we have a. I don't think we have a good. I mean, the other one was just perfect because it was a sign-off for an orientation video. Yeah. 
You know, and uh, we just don't have an equivalent this season. Well, we'll, we'll get something. We'll get something uh, something new. Uh, we got to get it quick because this is the uh, you know fourth episode this season. So yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll use the same old boring sign off. I <laughs> Give guess. us suggestions if you have any. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah. If anybody out there, has we may not use them, but we'd like to hear them anyway <laughs> and laugh at them. <laughs> so thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck. <laughs>